I always forget the first words. Always. What's up, oh, everybody? Yes. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your best friend, Trevoris. And your baby daddy, Dom. And this is PC Podcast! what you're getting today oh that uh that wasn't the original one that i had planned in my head but that was like that was real intense it, it was real white and rocket power nickelodeon of me wasn't it it, it was it was real pc like, podcast i feel like you should have a guitar or something like you should throw yeah, your, yeah, man. That, that intro from like, throw um, your throw your hair that did that side that, that uh bang that, shut up mom that hair <laughs> <laughs> shut that, up mom go to hell dad I need that here. And then just roll off on your skateboard. Absolutely. <laughs> With my big DC fat shoes. Ooh. Y'all know about them DC shoes. That used to be... I used to want DC shoes so bad. Do you remember those jeans? Uh, Jinko? That was like J-N-C-O. I think it was called J-N-C. J-N-C. That's There was like familiar. big, wide leg jeans. Yes. Them big, wide jeans. Yes. With the pockets on the side. Yes. I used, to want, I used to want the whole skater boy life. Yeah. My fat ass wasn't getting into any of the shit, but I really wanted it. Listen, I tried to skateboard once. No, but It was I'm a little good. wobbly. You know I don't I think just, I'm... I'm not meant to roll. I'm Unless not like roller skates. Like I'm I, not meant to be openly rolling. What there's do you mean? Like there's oh, like, no nothing, handle or no belt, <laughs> no bar. There's no nothing. You just like you got. I should not be responsible to hold my own weight. <laughs> that's just that. But that's what that is. I just. So you need a support system. Absolutely. <laughs> maybe you could. Uh, it's just. Maybe you could skateboard with a cane, like. Yeah, like a like a yeah. Ski. I thought like I would be a great skier. <laughs> I would be an amazing like a you know like a. I can roll the boat <laughs> gently down the stream. That's, yeah, I think, mean, yeah. I just okay. don't think, because that's why I don't, the roller skating thing is the style for me. I really, no, but you know what? I want to, I want to be one of those people that just roller skate so smooth. I, I just, it's rink. so sexy. Like, I saw this really thick gentleman roller skating one day, and I was like, sir, here. In the roller skates, you can get it. Listen, jump inside. Just now. Just roll inside. <laughs> yeah, roll, yeah, roll, roll, roll in me, bro. Roll inside of me, bro. Or I can roll it. Well, I'm a walking. You can I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting over here looking with no skates on. I just came to look and watch y'all skate because that's cute. I want to be able to skate, but I need to go when there's. I need to be the only. It need to be me and the literally. Gym. I need to go at like noon. It needs to be me. When and there's the, nobody. Everybody at work. No, I need to be in there with somebody. I need to be stuff. walking in with the person who walking and turn the lights on. <laughs> I need walking in with the you. janitor. Yeah, <laughs> you don't got to turn the music on. I need just me and this floor. Okay. I just, it's a long way down. If I fall, it's just a long way down. You got the nerve to want me to get back up. But see, okay, so th- I feel like this is the mistake that people make when they fall. Because mm-hmm. when you try to catch yourself, a cer- like you bend your wrist back, you break, just go ahead and fall, baby. But it's like, just try so... To, try to like ball up or something, but like don't, but don't see, put for your me, hands down. The then... fall isn't like a just fall. It's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm just like. <laughs> Trying to control of it in, in because you're trying to trying catch to stop, yourself. It's just too much. Just go ahead and just and then also like in Florida when you go skating, they want the bad people to be on the outside of the ring. They want you to be against the wall. Mm. In Georgia, they tell you to go in the middle, middle of the floor. Yeah. No, ma'am. First of all, you want me to go to the? I got to get to the middle first because all the roll bounces to scoot by really fast. Okay, but you can drive, can't you? Absolutely. Okay, so when you pull out from that stop sign, you wait for it to be clear. It ha- but if these bitches going up, you know, I'm just trying to tee the tide to the middle, <laughs> and y'all right here going 80 miles per hour. Well, I don't have no blinker, no yield, no nothing. Like well, baby, you got to push on out. I am getting over because my fear is the first step from the carpet to the hardwood floor. That determines a lot. Listen, and then once I get, and then sometimes you don't know how to stop. If that little donut thing in on the front, it's just too much. Well, anyway, they're not give you no skates without the stopper in the front. 
And they also be like, you you want the little handle thing? First of all, I'm 6'2". Baby, if I ever six, saw six you with that skate. looking like a little old person with a walker. I would be bent over, skate. but I would probably be bent over my hip to my legs because it's so low. Like, that's for children. 90 degree angle, baby. Like, I <laughs> toot it up and boot it. <laughs> Literally. Ready for entry. Anyway, um, we have special guests today. Yeah. Um, you want me to introduce them or do you want to introduce them? Um, you can introduce them. Okay. I we have like two like different to types of people here. Okay. So we have one that I would totally do the do with at any moment. And then we have one <laughs> that like we stand each other. So I'm in the best of both worlds right now, actually. Um, it's like a sexual fan experience. Oh my god. Okay, can no, we get through this? Sure. We have <laughs> <laughs> Who is here? You go, ahead, you, know, you go ahead. Okay. Go well, ahead, first, we have my 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 good Judy, Richie Rich, Richard, Rich, Rich Zaddy. Yeah. Yes, with the daddy pies. Yes, yes. this is daddy pie. That's very sexual. Yeah, with a Z. Yes. Zaddy I said that. I didn't say. I didn't say that. You said, you said daddy. Oh, I'm sorry, Zaddy. But that's that's cute. I meant Zaddy though. Zaddy, because Zaddy pies. There's a taste difference. Oh. Mm. A there daddy pie is definitely different than a daddy pie. And that's mm. even when it comes to the physical body, bitch. There mm. is a, it's all. Zaddy and daddy. I need a zaddy. I'm not calling a white man zaddy. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> that's just that on that. Because see, when you put a Z, when you put a I Z. I remember one time. Oh, no, no. When you put a Z on things, when you take out the C and put a K. It got like, a full it, beer on that bitch with cocoa butter. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. just, it just, it's, it's rough it and just, tough and black. The Z when you go to a barbershop and it say creative cuts and all, it's K's and Z's. Ooh. You know you got to get lined up so fresh. They about to lay that no. head back and put that oh. dick on that arm Listen. and put that razor and to that forehead. And they about to get that straight razor and they about to line your shit up. And crispy. don't lock eyes on me because then we're in a relationship. Now when you go to, when you go to, uh, Simply Cut. Great Clips. <laughs> you know what? And it's, got a, and it's got a C and an S, Great Clips. No, American Shears. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When you go to some place like that, right. that's giving yeah. very that's giving very much to the bitch ass hoe. That's what it's, it's right. giving. That's what it's giving. Kids bop. My the other thing, kids yes. bop. That's right. that's what it's giving. So but if you got the case, when you got it's a when you got like a zaddy pie, you can, right. y'all it's not different. gonna act like that Z don't mean that Zaddy puts you to sleep. That's <laughs> Hello. a thing. He, he I was, you Cause one time I was like hoeing in a dark space, and mm. you can just feel the daddies and the zaddies. Uh huh. The skin yeah. is different. Come no, on. Yes. Come yes. On. yes the yes. approach is different. You can rub a nipple until if it's a black man or a white man. Ooh. It's just different. I mean, you can just touch the skin. You can. You know, they be clammy. Okay. <laughs> Especially when they, mm, I don't, when they sweat, they be real clammy. We're not gonna like, we're not gonna tell them we hate white people on here. Okay. Because mm, I right, love me right. a good Richard McIntyre. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we have Richard. We have Richard. And we have Alfonso. Alfonso. Do you want to be called Alfonso? Or do you want to be called something Fonzie. Fonzie. I have so many nicknames, y'all. It's terrible. Sure. Fonzie, Fonzo, Alfie. Oh, yeah, Alfie. All Alfie's of the above. Cute. I like Alfie. Above. We'll do Alfie. I'm here to... Whatever y'all call me is that what works. I use. Well, I'll call you Kendrick. And do... Because I love my kindred, kindred spirit. Kindred spirit. Yes, oh, baby. that's from really, day one. That's real chakras and shit. Yeah. Oh, baby, we, listen. I think it was funny that you said, like, two different people. Yeah. Yeah. But, like... We, we're like, slick. Uh, it's like... Yeah. We on the same, but it's on a different. It may be spectrum change dimension, but like sure, yeah. We have to that that has that may have to be a whole nother episode. (laughs) I'm here for the yoga. If if we told y'all how we met, like what the connection was when we met, 
It, y'all wouldn't even. It'd be a different thing. Yeah. And we didn't even. I didn't know you was gonna. Didn't even know you was gonna be here. I didn't know you was gonna be here. So y'all, done, y'all done made some stuff happen yeah. on tonight. Okay, listen. Well, there's well, the magic that. Flow. For the. Peach. All right. So for the peach of the week. <laughs> you want to give yours first? You go first. Cause I have two. Okay. Well, then I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so to be honest with the people out there in the world. <laughs> I didn't have a peach. But God. But God. Won't he do it? Hmm. Won't she do it? Right before well. we pressed record, <laughs> some news just dropped. Yes. Uh-huh. And I said, yes, that is it. My peach of the week. Yes. So my peach goes to Miss South America. No, Woo! South Africa. South Africa. Excuse me. Miss South Africa. Yes. Africa. Okay. What's her name? Zuzi um. Beanie Tunzi. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to you, sis. Shout out Shout to out. you, sis, because she just won Miss, Miss Universe. Universe. Wakanda forever. Okay, right here at the Tyler Perry Studios. Down right the here. Street. Up the okay. street. Okay. Up, up the street and around the corner. We love you. A black son. woman. And Tyler Perry. Won some white shit. <laughs> on a black establishment. Yeah. With a bald head. Hosted by hey. a black man. <laughs> My God. A the natural is. fade. Ooh, I bet the Gorgeous kids. skin. The kids are sick about it. Oh, they're they're sick mad. about it. Ooh. So wow. yes, my peach goes out to her. I am ready to see sister. what she is gonna do. I'm ready for them to just shake up things and yes. change the face. Because for, I will say, growing up, whenever you thought about pageants, it's always been prim and proper, lots of hairspray, and a whitewashed thing. Vaseline and even when you saw the black girls in pageants, they just seemed extra fake and phony and not really. Embracing washed. their blackness, their real yeah. wash, polish. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, like you had to have a relaxer, exactly. Or you got it, or you got a sew in, and it's like, girl, wear your hair, wear girl, your hair like it is, and hair spray. Because they wear their hair like it is. It, and when so you wear your hair is when you shine, sis. Hello. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I wonder who I'm was just the so first happy. woman, who was the first black woman to wear their natural hair. I'm gonna look into that. Like, yeah, we to could, wear we their hair that. Like yeah. But I and I did, but I did, but like her, and then when they did the, was it an ebony cover with all the teen queens? Because all of them were black. Oh, even like three of them, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. just like, I'm really ready and for there to be like of, an even playing field. This when new it comes cover to of, is it Essence or Ebony with Regina King on the front? Woo! Oh, yeah, she looks good. That hair is real. It's just, oh, we're just She looks real good. I just, black people are just. Yeah. We're just like we're just, it's everything. Just, like, <laughs> just. how could you like? I feel bad that they don't get to experience what full lips are like. Ooh. <laughs> like kissing a man's full lips is just no. lit. I don't. I don't. Yes, there's a cushion. It's just. It's just it's like an experience. Like life. grabbing. It don't matter how the lack or the amount of whatever ass body type. Yeah, the ass still just. Feels good. It, it can be flat, and it still is just great to grab because it's black. Roots. It's, it's just roots. everything. It's just even okay. if you don't have no ass, your grandma did. Woo. Right. Listen, you feel all that ancestry just, in that back. <laughs> all of it in it that. Just, it's different. In that. All that ancestry. In Listen, that it just hit different. Literally. <laughs> it's yes, just, it hit. Oh, it's just, oh, anyway, oh my, my peach of the week. I have two of them. Yes, 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 um, yes. My first one goes to Marce Martin, who is now a part of the Forbes 30 Under 30. Wow. Um, she that. started doing black when she was 10. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think she's now 14. Oh, wow. She has her own production company. Yes. Um, she co-produced 
Little, the movie with her, uh-huh. Issa Rae and Regina. Ow. Oh. Yeah. Um, their production budget for it was $20 million. And that they movie was so million. good. That movie was really good. It was so cute. Yeah. They made double back what they put into the movie. So, like, it was really great. So, shout out That's to Marcy Mar for being just a young black queen out Ooh, here winning. How old is she? Fourteen. Yes. Like you're taking care of your family. So somebody, there was a picture that was posted of her, and she was sitting next to what's that girl named Shy Jackson? Yeah, Sky. Sky Jackson. The girl that be sitting in the seat. Yeah, 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 Sky. Sky. Okay, so yeah, so they were like sitting together, um, in like a a photo op or whatever, and somebody like retweeted it, and they was like, "What if they followed her? Because you know they followed the oldest daughter from." Uh, blackish to her own show, Grownish, mm. where she went to college. Mm. But they was like, what if they follow Marce Martin and Shy Jackson, where they went to an HBCU? Oh, like that, that would be great. that would be a cute little spinoff too. Wow. I'm here for that. But you know yeah. the gr- the blackish like, like a whole like a like a new kind of different. We not giving out no more ideas until y'all give Duran <laughs> Bernard his props. On the fact that he's the one that suggested that when John Witherspoon died, they should put that in the bulldogs yes. and, and make the kids move to the grandmother's house or the auntie's house. And it's played by Jennifer Lewis. That would be so cute. And everybody's here for the ship. Then I give the man his props. Uh-oh. So I ain't giving out no more free because I gave y'all these BET advice. Ooh. I give it to y'all every year. Y'all don't use it. Y'all have a whack-ass show. That is true. <laughs> I'm that giving y'all true. free advice every year from the red carpet to the end of the show. But y'all will listen to me. Black people. They gonna but I would love that. Like, if, if, if Riley... And Huey went to live with granddad's sister, and it was Jennifer Lewis. Because like, she's the only one that can hold that I mean, same energy. Like, yes. yes. Like, and, like, and it don't be annoying. Like, And you know she can cuss the house down. Absolutely. I love and it. Would. I love that's the it. only voice like that I could, like, like the only right. black like, that can get you together. Like, yeah, and I met her in person, y'all. Oh, yeah, you did. I saw that on it Facebook, was, and I was so and, jealous. And she is literally like that in real life. Like she's just straight to the point. Like she gonna give it to you. Like no, this is what this is the shit that's going on right now, you and I need is. you to understand it. You know who else is like that? Well, they're they're like them. Um, Greenleaf. What is her name? Ooh. Oh, oh um, the I don't know. I just know uh, her uh, as May, but uh, um, I want to call about her real name because I did. line between love and hate. Um, yes, ma'am. My God, what's oh, her name? Oh, Jesus, what is her name? All I can think of is Alfred Woodard. That's not so it. That is not her goal. Um, but yes, ma'am. She but can yes. be the auntie's auntie. Yes. But no, I met her in person. We went to Tadra 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 concert. Yeah, she, she was at Tadra Tadra yeah. concert last, the last really? one. Really? Yeah, she was there. Um, And I said something about... Lynn Whitfield. Lynn Whitfield, yes. <laughs> I said something about her character on Greenleaf, and she was real like, no. She was like, there would be no whatever without Lynn Whitfield. It was real like... The, what she gives to her movie, she gave me that. And Ooh, I was like, I'm here yes, for it. ma'am. I'm here. I am going to but move out of is, your way. So listen, so Queens. It's, it's, okay, just picture this. A Tiger Call concert. So yes. you got people of all ages, they in all these like colorful, weird outfits. She come in with her shawl. Hat, hmm. black her hat, hat, her hat. The shirt was like leopard print. Yeah, and I'm like, you better pump through. And it was real, like, ah, like it was real. Yes, she served really cool. It was real. Ball. It was like, really that. Is. It was really that. And I was like, who are you? Like, like who are you? It was everything though. Right. So and I she sat more. down in her little seat and enjoyed. Yeah, that's so funny because man. I just watched the like binge watching Greenleaf. The last I'm season so on Netflix. I'm so behind too, yeah. yeah. Woo! Baby, it's, it's a, a great show. show. It's a show. I'm like in the. I'm in. It's I'm a in, show. I'm still in season two. So like, I'm I, way I, I, I need to, to, I need to binge watch Phil, it for real. Because baby, and I'm also oh, way oh, behind man. on Queen Sugar too. Oh baby, I've actually never. Queen watched. Sugar is done for me because I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so far behind. I'm like, can I really catch up? I mean, I was hooked because of Kofi Cerebo because he is fine. Well, see, I like the girl. So young. The girl that plays um 
the dark skinned sister. I oh yeah 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 yeah. I like I've been liking her since she was in True Blood. Okay, we're so off topic. I'm we so are. sorry. Yeah. My no, second piece of good. the week. Good. Shout out to the black people. Yeah, shout out to the black queens. queens. Yes. Okay, so Marseille Martin is my first peach. Okay. My second peach is going to Lena Waithe for mm. her screenplay writing. For, I'm not gonna talk about it. No, but but Queen is slim. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Just lean away. We can't talk about that? We can't talk yeah, about that? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay, so let me just say this. But I heard it's amazing. I will I say this. I was just talking about it. And somebody told me that it's really heavy. You can't, too. you cannot compare it to Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-mm. It's its own black. It's great. It's literally showing you the definition of ride or die in the most positive way. Like, Mm. It's just mm-hmm. real. Like I really am riding or dying with and for you. Like it's really what gay or straight. It's a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just that. Like it's just like you're hooked onto. You're hooked onto. I just want them to be like they helped each other. They 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 faced. I, they put their fears in each other's face. Mm-hmm. Like Ooh. these are your fears. Face them right now. Can, like, I, like, can, I, can I ask you something? So yeah. I've never seen the movie. Do you yes. think it's because I was talking about this previously? Yes. Do you think it's an example of unconditional love? It, yeah, it's it's unconditional. It's it's every type of love Ooh. that is needed. And we haven't seen that. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, we don't it's, see it's that. that. It's the Us, whole like we don't see that. Right. It's literally when you ask somebody why did you marry them mm. or why do you love them. That was the answer because of because I'm willing to do this. This wow. Oh yes, yes. That, and if that you're not willing powerful. to do if you're not willing to do that, then what are we? Doing? I don't want. It. Then what are we doing? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I well, then I, I definitely. I, but it, I do want to see it. It was. Yes. It was literally it. like required. She told readings. him. She <laughs> yeah, told, required reading. Summer reading list. She told him to man the fuck up, and he told her to calm the fuck down. You don't got to be strong for everybody. It was really like. Ooh, it goes. It was there. all it of that. There. It was yeah. just without saying it though. It was just that without saying it. Oh, it was I'm great. Excited. I'm excited. Okay. It was just so, okay. So yeah, shout out to Lena Waithe, and but then my last one I'm done. But you know, okay. So with that Lena Waithe though, did you know there's a new show coming on on BET that I think she is like associated with somehow. I saw the trailer for it the other day. I yes. don't remember what it's called, but just from that trailer, I was like, shit, I need to start watching BET again because that show like. So it's I'm be not sure if it's gonna so be on great. BET or BET Plus. Okay. Because BET Plus is also an app that has a bunch. Sisters? Now, Sisters is on BET. BET sisters yeah, and the good. Oval. That's good. Because I think Sisters has Deval in it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. So and the Oval guess. got uh, uh, Vanek's brother. Um, <laughs> so, okay. we had a talk. Okay. 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 So, okay. yes. Yes. Um, okay. And my last one is going to go to um, Dwayne Wade. Damn, Peaches. I, I just... I, it was so many... Are you talking about his, you know his, really, his response I, to the holiday? Is, I agree with To the holiday beef? Well... It's not. We all just every black gay man needs that father, mm. and so I appreciate him for being that father mm-hmm. and not having to explain himself. Yeah, because I mean, I saw that people were like talking shit about. Okay, the whole so po- there was a picture portion. with the boy with the crop top. He had his nails done. And he had his nails done. Yeah. And so they talked about him, mm-hmm. and they said it was too much. And he literally, like, without trying to go into detail, he literally just said, thank God that I was chosen to lead my, my family. Yeah. Period. That, yeah. That's like, that's yeah. that. Like, Period. this is my that's family. That's and, then I feel like, and then I feel like he that's released another statement people. where he said something about love, and then that was just it. Like, it's, because, it's just, and as I'm a... I'm never about to go there with y'all. Yeah. I love my son. 
And it, as a as a as a black gay man, I don't want you to fight for me. Be there for me. And I wow. feel like that's what he's wow. doing. Like I'm yeah. not about to. I don't have to fight about. Yeah, it's my child. Right. I'm not fighting with you about my child. Not just right. my child, my family. Like, period. I'm not fight. I'm not gonna argue with some broke ass bitch on social media yeah. over yeah. my, my rich ass child. Yeah. It's my child. <laughs> Already, so I'm gonna tell you what it is. I was called to lead him. It's my job. I'm going to do it. If you don't like it, bye. Right. Because I didn't actually be here anyway. So I just appreciate that without having to explain and keeping it very classy and keeping it very. Yeah. This is what it is. This is my the way. Way it just definitely just makes that. me feel excited about the future for our generation. Yeah. Right. He wow. he is the, the example, example of. Yeah. This is an example of love. <sighs> Because love goes a long way. Like, just leading in love goes a long way. Yeah. I need to I, get I that. Like I between, love to argue. Between him and Will Smith, I feel like they are, like, both yeah. good examples of right. good fathers. I feel like he took Will Smith to the next level. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Will Smith even was like, well, what you doing? <laughs> yeah. We know he supports. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Dwayne, it's different. Like, he's, like, out there and, like, this yeah. is I'm my son. Be, yes. Like, I don't right. care. And you don't, and, and you don't even like, have, because even, I can't even say, I think it's more so I appreciate the public, the public love that he's showing. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to say that Magic Johnson isn't a good father to EJ Johnson, but you don't mm-hmm. see it, so you don't know. Mm-hmm. So right. you don't know what EJ really goes through by himself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Because right. it's a lot, it's a lot to, one, I'm already black and gay, and then EJ is not, by in any means, a masculine gay man. He's not. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's a whole different topic in itself, and yes, so, we'll move on from that. But shout out to Dwayne Wade. I think he's great. And yes. we're um, So, now, okay. brew of the week, finally. Oh, we're shit. finally here. The tea is exceptionally good today. Who made this? Mmm, very delicious. Hold on. Oh, my God. Um, this thing going to be three hours long. Right. We could, this could have also been a peach, but we're not going to do that. Okay. Um... The youngest Soul Train Award winner mm-hmm. goes to Blue Ivy Carter. Mm-hmm. She just yes! she just won her she just won her first um such an award for Brown Skin Girl mm-hmm. because she has a writing credit on it and her voice is on it. So they gave her she actually got an actual Soul Train physical award for her writing credit Bow. on Brown yeah. Skin Girl. Yes, bitch. Shout um, out. She also Rock. has was she do, was she nominated for a Grammy too? Well, technically, she got the Grammy. Mm-hmm. So her first Grammy came from Glory because she cried on the track for Jay Z when he did his song when she was born. So she got a Grammy for her vocals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's that girl award winner. And then, I have a Grammy and I saw her. And award. then you know what when, you got when people win <laughs> when, people, when people win album of the year. Uh huh. Um, everybody who has with the album gets a certificate of some sort. Mm-hmm. And so because she's on Blue, the song on the end of Blue for oh, whatever yeah. the album is for Beyonce. Beyonce. She got something for that as well. So, wow. since out her winning and doing her thing, shout out to her. That Listen, is accolades yeah. at under ten. <laughs> under ten. Accolades under thirty 10. under thirty. Baby, 30, ten, 10 under ten. 10. <laughs> ten under ten. Yes, God. 
And that's just that on that. It's that speaks to that speaks to the generation that's yeah. coming up. Though we about to have a twenty under twenty, y'all. Listen, mm-hmm. look, I mean, look, 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 look at what people are doing. You know what? I have a lot of positive shit here. You do. Well, usually it's trash. No, usually, <laughs> usually people be usually it's trash. Listen, folks getting stuck usually inside vaginas. Usually people getting their hands stuck in pussies <laughs> and. Like, we've had a lot of things Finding a toothbrush here. and a coochie. It's a lot. It's been a lot going on. Oh, I wasn't yeah. ready. 11-year-old Charlotte... Let me see. Debris. Okay. We can say Charlotte <laughs> Debris. Is making history this holiday season as well, the first... Well, like Nebray. Nebray. 11-year-old Charlotte Nebray. That sounds cute. Um, <laughs> is making history this holiday season as the first black lead in the new um, New York City Ballet's annual production of George, whatever his name is, The Nutcracker. Oh, yes. yes. I saw that. I saw that. Oh, oh, yes, She's a student at the time. School of America Ballet. It's our time. And was handpicked to start as Marie, um, the young girl who dreamed of a Nutcracker coming to life. It is our time. Um, so, shout out to her. She's amazing. Because, you know. listen, that little lead role been played by a white woman since the dawn since of time. Set, huh. baby, I was in the Nutcracker in, like, second grade. Okay, listen. Now I've the seen only the, little I've seen black the, boy. I have seen the Nutcracker every Christmas. And it always be a white little lead mm-hmm. with a white little man. He Dude. might be an Asian. Dude. Maybe. But all the little soldiers in the back be little black kids right. <laughs> in the background. The little rat be a, back, a black I person. Okay. Like, I'm a little rat. I think that that's changing like that's changing the way that like everything you talked about with the features yeah. like when we grew up we saw white people but like now we are little the kids are growing up to see black leads right. like right. in multiple ways and like I that's going to change like you don't really way, know like, you don't you hear about it but you don't really know right. how serious it is until you experience it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and like, then it's like it's subliminal stuff too or like that little Slide underhead kind of stuff because like when you look at like just like movies and like characters and how they're portrayed like the evil person in movies or like in storylines they're either a darker skinned person or they always like them in a dark kind of way so like they look like you know saying like they're darker skin so it's like you always equate like somebody being evil or negative with like a darker skin tone right because like even when you look at like the Disney characters like. Ursula was like purple, so she's like dark. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying. Jafar is extra tan. Come on, Scar, what you know what I'm Scar, even Scar, even he's he's a lion like everybody. Else. I know he's, he's Scar a is a black home. gay man. I just want to say that. Oh no, he's a, he's a Scar black is a black gay man. Listen, I didn't know that when I was younger. Scene. When I was younger, I didn't know. <laughs> Scar I is in the ballroom. So I saw this last line. Can I said Scar is definitely a queen. Scar is in the ballroom scene. Scar is a broken, bitter. He's a judge. He's a judge on the panel on the ballroom scene. He's a legendary no, girl. No, 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 no. Oh. He's more so like, I've been to the balls, girl, I'm tired. I, dude, no, he's, no, like, he's that girl was like, I was there when we started, when we started the balls. You know what I'm saying? You know what? The best, way for structure. the best way for me to compare it, you know when drag queens are a little intimidated by the new girls who come in the room and don't want to book the new girls because they're afraid Ooh. their spot's going to be taken so they just Ooh. go ahead and retire? Ooh. That's Scar, but we're not going to do that right now. Um... In other news, this is not, um, there's yeses and noes, but you might want to save your coins just in case Beyonce does confirm this residency in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I just saw some news today that said that um, her rep said that she will not be in Vegas, but that's just one person. So we're not quite sure yet, but if she doesn't get it, she'll be the highest paid woman on the strip. Um, I'm going to Vegas. Girl's trip. Girl's trip. (laughs) 
Uh, we're going to Vegas. Can, can the four Down? of us? Can the four of us go? Down. Down. Yes. Listen, we're gonna get. We're gonna get. We're gonna book a whole plane. Down. Down. All of Atlanta is going. Plane. Down. <laughs> we just put a mega bus in the sky, bitch. Down. Um, I'm dead. Like we're going. <laughs> and they're paying her a whopping five hundred million dollars. Wow. Um, just to give you this half a billion. Long. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and she's gonna make more than that because well, the tickets gonna be stupid. The tickets gonna be um, so. Oh. And with five hundred million dollars, that's a production. Beyonce puts. On, on production. I mean, because a residency? Even going to the tours, you know, it's it's Sweetheart. amazing the tours. Baby. First of all, you had a box going in circles and it opened up and it had screens on all different sides and it opened. Like, yeah. yeah. You had a whole band, an entire marching band on stage with you. Then a live band. With a live so, choir. And so I got to meet one of the choreographers that was over Coachella, and he said when they first bought the bleachers in, she was like, this is cute, but I need like 20 more risers. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, they all, when, she, when they the bought said, I got a vision. Literally, he said they, they bought their, their, they brought them in, she came in, they all stood there, she said, this is cute, can we get like 20 more? Period. Not, not two. No, not like, two, but I mean, shit, you started that when she was like, she showed in. She was like, I'm not about to come in and correct things that we've already corrected before. Mm. And that's that. And that's, and that's that on that. <laughs> like, until it's changed. Yes. That's <laughs> that on that. Our like, time. Excellence. Black I gave, excellence. I gave y'all the notes last week. Right. So, okay. Week. Here's my Period. last one. This one is trash. I like the peaches. They're sweet. Oh. No, this is the brew now. We moved this on. The These are the brews. The, brew. the, the first three or whatever. Anyway, okay. So this is the last <laughs> one's full of shit. Literally. El Dorado, Kansas. Um, an agricultural airplane pilot made a serious mistake this morning while operating his aircraft under the influence of alcohol and accidentally dumping his cargo of manure over cars, houses, and residents. According to the police report, 51-year-old Barry Wood had a blood alcohol concentration of 0.48% when he was arrested, six times the legal limit allowed to drive a motor vehicle and 12 times the legal limit allowed to operate a plane. He was supposed to spread four four tons of liquid manure over fields belonging to his employer, but his capacities were visibly too impaired, so drunk that he peed on himself. He turned in... He turned in the wrong direction, heading over the nearby city of El Dorado instead of the fields where he was supposed to spray before releasing the smelly cargo. Residents of the city were taken off guard as tons of liquid manure started raining over the city, causing several car accidents and totally ruining an outdoor wedding ceremony. <laughs> Butler County Sheriff's Officer, Bitch. spokesman Lieutenant John Fitzpatrick, said the emergency lines received 900 calls less than five minutes after the incident. Everyone was freaking out, complaining about shit falling from the sky, <laughs> fearing a biological attack from Islamic terrorists or Democrats. Oh. The, the, deputies, the deputies were rapidly able to identify the plane behind the incident and were waiting near the landing strip when Mr. Wood returned uh, from his venture. Um, we're a small community. We knew Barry was a drunkard and we saw him fly hazardly several times. Um, so we guessed it was him, but had never seen him this drunk before. Mr. Wood will now face a total of 269 criminal charges, including performing an aviation function while over the prescribed alcohol limit, aggravated assault, and criminal damage to property. If found guilty on all charges, which he will, okay. he faces a total of 1,235 years in prison. Just give me, just give me the definition. Life. <laughs> um, and a fine of... <clears throat> 
of $235,500 and his pilot license could also be suspended by the FAA it should be taken, if he is found suspended. guilty and flying while under the influence of alcohol. His trial is scheduled to begin in January at the Butler County Courthouse. If you want to put money on this nigga book, uh-uh, nah, uh I'm just, books nah, uh-uh, it's gonna be a long, we're not making that same mistake, you did it with R. Kelly, this no. is my, this is my whole thing. <laughs> At 51, at 51, just kill me. Because <laughs> I'm going to be guilty. Charges. charges. No, that's 269 charges. 235. What was it, the sentence? Oh, years? it was 1,200 and something. Hold on, sorry. 1,235 years in prison. I'm Moses already fi- didn't live that long. I'm already 51. I've lived. <laughs> just kill me. Just inject it. We're good. Just. But my thing is... Was it worth it? Y'all, the quote that they got from the people saying, we've seen him fly drunk before. Why are you letting this go on? So now, I blame all of y'all where too. Where are they? Where are they? I blame all of y'all too. Years. Y'all are an accessory. Y'all are an is, accessory to where, this where are they? This is what happens when you have a small town and everybody know each other. No, 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 no. Because the, the, people, the people that are having the wedding, they wasn't expecting that shit. Literally. Right. Bitch, let me, let me have a conversation with you. I want to see him. If it's my wedding... Oh, you're oh, getting oh. shanked. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not sh- I need to have a conversation with you in a small room by myself. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> giving you the to... death penalty. Myself. Bitch, I, I am choking you out. I am kicking the dog shit well, out Well, that is that for the brew of the week. Wow. Um, I cannot. Yes. Whoa. I cannot. And so now we are Stuffy on one side and runny. Ooh. Ooh. Right, I couldn't breathe. I was <coughs> coffee. Yeah. It just wasn't. It wasn't it gonna make for a good it. episode. Yeah. Okay. So you know, I just took a little time to recoup, gather you your know, life. A little personal time. Yes. Pop a few pills. Are you taking a personal day on Saturday? I probably shouldn't say that on air, shouldn't I? You can't hit that out. What's happening Saturday? Wow, we have guests coming in town. Oh, yeah, 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 I got the handle. Okay, I was about to say, I need to know if I'm going to run. Anywho. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so 
So yes, so I wanted to do an episode where we discussed, um, I guess like HIV in its entirety. Yes. Or like different aspects of it. Yes. Um, as it relates to our community. Yes. How much time y'all got? <laughs> Woo! Um, so I will say this. If I ask any questions, I'm going to ask them in a place of as if I don't know anything. That is perfectly fine. Yeah. That's I just want to ask. That, like, I think that's important for okay. the people okay. that don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Right. Some people. Okay. So, so let's, let's just start off with the questions down. Right. Let's just start off like this. So, can so Richard, tell mm-hmm. me how, um, like, what you do. Okay. And, like, um, how you are affiliated with HIV um, girl. Just call yeah. it this. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I want to first thank you guys for, like, inviting me on to tonight, uh-huh. today. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, um, my day-to-day job, I am a capacity building specialist for an organization called the Latino Commission on AIDS. I am not Latino. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been charged with, like, going to different organizations, health departments in different cities and different states to build their capacity to serve people who are in, who are impacted and affected by HIV um, and that just that doesn't just mean people who are like living with HIV or may come in contact with HIV, but like everybody, like right. in your city, in your state. Like the health department is required to like provide information to cities and states and stuff right. like that. Okay. So I've been charged with working with different health departments, different cities in the South to like build up their capacity to have that conversation around HIV, sexual health, STIs, STDs, and all that stuff. That type of stuff. Okay. And then I have the greatest honor in the world to be the executive director of like He Is Valuable Incorporated. Okay. And we address HIV not just like from this like very much so like what you what you all want to do like having a conversation around HIV like in a more holistic way, not just around like disease, disaster, someone got an HIV status, you're okay. at risk for HIV, but more like what are those things that are in between like the social justice, the social opportunities, like how do we build community around this like. That's what he is valuable is all about and really building up black queer men who we know that in the United States, like black queer men or black MSM as with the CDC and Mm -hmm. the people call it men who have sex with men are the most impacted by HIV. How do we build the community up to realize that they are greater than HIV? Okay. Because all the things that are greater than HIV is going to help us move beyond HIV. All of those types of things, all of the all of the energy that we have, the creativity, the history that we have, our ancestry, like I said, we'll come on, that sits on the back. Um, <laughs> it's what's going to help us move forward, the creativity, okay. the intellect, and all that stuff. But how do we move past HIV into the next generation? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then Alfonso, yes. how how are you affiliated? Um, I totally want to echo Richard's sentiments. Thank y'all for having me here. Thank y'all for having the conversation, period. Okay. Like, getting this out to, the, to mm-hmm. your viewers, the people that listen to y'all. That, it's amazing. That's the first step. We've got to yeah. get people talking about it, thinking about it, saying, what is my part in this whole mm-hmm. HIV epidemic? So, thank y'all for that. Side note, I feel like you were the reason that I booked the majority of my big gigs. Sis, don't do that. I, know, I really think you are. <laughs> I, booked the, I booked the Halloween thing because of you. Um, there was something else that happened. Whatever the biggest things I've done. Which is past party that you just did? The one in Florida? Yeah. No, I I just reached out. Uh, but the Halloween thing was... But, but you know what I will say? I, I appreciate you for that, but... Oh, the Transmit only- of Excellence Gala. Yeah. Yes. That was yes. because of you. Yes. Let me, okay, let me tell you why I did it. Uh, oh, God. We're, uh, back to you. It's not about yeah. you. So, me, what are you, how are you feeling? Give me 50 seconds. Give me 50 seconds. Oh, my God. Because, no, because you can't say something like that in, in okay. 
the truth is, yes. you're putting in the work. Okay. You are using your platform for something amazing. Okay. And when people do that, people elevate you. Yes. You get connected to the right folks that take you to the place that you need to get to. Yes. So, baby, thank you for doing what you do. Okay. I'm just here trying to get, I'm just trying to fill in the plugs, okay? <laughs> trying yes. to fill in the slots. So, baby, it's, it's not me. It's and the fact that you're doing he wants it. paid gigs. That's why I like him. Well, listen. He listen. paid gigs. We all got bills, don't we? Oh, hello. 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 So, therefore. Listen. Good but, but, yes. Back yes. to you. How so, you are. So, my name is Alfonso. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I work for Positive Impact Health Centers in Decatur, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a study enrollment coordinator for a grant that we got through HRSA, Health Resource and Service Administration, helping people living with HIV get housing and employment. Awesome. So, people who are living with HIV are living longer lives. So, people aren't just getting on Social Security. Okay. They're living till they're 70, 80 years old. So, people have to figure out, okay, how do I get back into the workplace? There's no pipelines. There's nothing in place to help people do that. So, right. we're trying to figure out what we can do to kind of help agencies, help communities think about, okay, people living with HIV need work. Right. So, so what can we do to kind of make that easier? Um, so, that's what I do. I'm also a patient ambassador for Vive. Woo! Um, it has been an, ex- an amazing experience. Um, what is Vive? So Vive is a pharmaceutical. Thank you. Vive is a <laughs> pharmaceutical agency that um, they produce HIV medications. Okay. And what I do is I pretty much go around the um, United States, majority around the South, just telling people my story about living with HIV. I had the um, pleasure of being a brand ambassador for one of their medications, which has allowed me to kind of. I mean, like, you are a cover girl. Oh saying, yeah. my gosh! <laughs> not even, not even. Well, on the cover or listen. Two. I'm just saying. But they, what I will say, be, I, I bring, I bring <laughs> that up though. Uh-huh. I appreciate and it was you a good for that. Too. I you love gave y'all. good hair on that area. I was like, okay, he was prepared for this. Y'all are the best. <laughs> okay. But you know what? That experience has told me. 2019 has been crazy. Yes. While that was an amazing experience, I'm so grateful for it. Yes. It showed me that. Y'all, the, the slogan is that I am more than my medication, mm-hmm. right? I am more than my HIV status. Mm-hmm. It was an honor to be able to have people like Richard uh-huh. a part of that campaign with me. Mm-hmm. Yes. They asked me to send in pictures of people that impacted Ooh, my life, and they the, chose that check one came in with Richard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that check came in the mail. But they chose one with Richard in it because they, you can feel love. You can yeah, feel yeah, support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it was honestly an amazing experience just to be able to let people know that you are more than your status. You are more than the medication that you take every day. Right. Baby, just be you. Okay, so both of you have HIV. Is that how you say it? Have HIV? Is that? Um, people are, people are living with, living yeah, with HIV. Right. Now you both are living with HIV? Yes, absolutely. And how long have you been living with HIV? For me, it's been five years. It'll okay. be five years, I think, oh, 2015. So yeah, 2020, okay. July, June 2020 will be five years. So it's been like four plus okay. years okay. for me. And for you? And it's been seven years for me. I was, I was diagnosed September 15, 2012. Okay. Um, relationships. Like are they? Do they? Are you in one? Are you in one right now? I was about to say. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I, I am in a relationship. Okay. I've been in one How for a year now. Okay. It wasn't a secret, bitch. He pulled a stunt with that Y'all one. Y'all will not. Bitch, I was. Shocked. I was like, oh, I know not. you. Are. I would have never thunk it, bitch. And now well, I was everywhere. Shocked. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I mean, of course, but I, you know, I don't ever. I wasn't. See, shocked. you know. Well, the, I don't be out and stuff like that. I don't and, ever be nowhere. And so, so. you ain't got to always put your business out there. No, this is true. No, this, no. I mean, this is true. I'm just saying, he said he wasn't. No, I, I, was, know, you know, I don't be I'm out nowhere. You. Are but, you single dating? What is happening? I now? am uh, single. Interesting um, pause with that. <laughs> no, because. <laughs> 
Relationship has a relative term. Come on. Okay. Well, I, I didn't tell you relationship with a lot of people. Like I am a, a I'm a polyamorous navigating person. Yes. Like in which I navigate in a very polyamorous way. Which does not mean I can't be in a monogamous relationship. It just means that my mind is always open to multiple relationships or multiple people. Um not that doesn't always mean sexual. Like it means that I'm mm-hmm. always connected to the person that I'm connected to. Yeah. Right. Like, I can get exactly what I need from Alfonso right. that I may be that most people may be looking for in a relationship. Like I can get the emotional mm-hmm. connection right and the the spiritual connection that I need from okay. a person from Alfonso. Boom. I can gotcha. get sexual connection from someone else. Yes. And I'm good and I can okay. navigate the world. But I am definitely open to being in a relationship with one person that yes. gives me multiple things. Gotcha. But I'm single as fuck. Okay. Well there's that. That's all I need to know. So, um Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I I actually wanted to just um like I wanted you guys to each um kinda I guess explain a little bit like your story, like how like how you found out um, and then, like, what was that like? Like, probably, like, immediately after, like, what was that about? Like, what what went through your head? Like, yeah. how that was for you? Absolutely. Okay. Um, mine was kind of interesting. So, I was a part of a research study. Um, so, I had to come into a doctor's office every six months to do lab work, do this survey and stuff. And I was a part of it for about a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I came in. And I I did the HIV test, and I, something just told me like, ooh, something gonna be a little different. <laughs> like you you ever just you have just that feel feeling? Like it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I did it, and I waited that thirty minutes, and it was the longest thirty minutes ever. And they came back, and this white lady that came in was like, well, your test came back HIV preliminary positive. I thought you said you used condoms, like. Stigmatizing as so fuck. were you so in that study were you supposed to be a person without uh yeah HIV? because yeah because I got kicked out after okay <laughs> in, in that day they were like right. well thank you so much for your time wow right onto yeah. the, onto the it right. was crazy it was crazy so um the I will say the cool thing about it is they did link me to like the board of health so I was able to like get into care and. Um, things like that but the care was treacherous like the doctor spent like 15 minutes with me didn't even really talk to me he's just well these are your medication options Mm -hmm. this is take your multivitamins every day so he didn't your doctor didn't even really like explain to you what was happening with your body no okay it was because it you could tell that it's like i'm looking at you but i'm also looking at the 15 other people i gotta see behind you okay so you literally you literally felt like a number it's a policy uh, thing. Yeah. Vote. Yeah. So what what was what was your emotional I guess state, state. of process when uh-huh. you found oh. out you had HIV? Because of course you don't know you have HIV. Yeah, so um the crazy thing is I, I go through all this with Vive, it's insane. So initially I was I I shed one tear in that office. One. I had to go to a brunch afterwards, so I was like, whatever. It didn't hit me until they called me. They were like, so we need a list of all the people that you have sex with. Jesus. And I lost it. <sighs> Completely. Because I had sex with, like, one of my best friends. And to have to go to him and say, I love you. I just found out that I'm HIV positive. And to see the look on his face, one. Right. And then for him to be like, I care about you so much. You just found a good. 
we cried for a smooth like two hours. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just like boo hooing. So it's like moments like that it, it, I, are just ingrained. Like you just never forget that. But um, that I was probably depressed for like three years. Gotcha. Like didn't know what to do. Didn't know who to talk to. Didn't talk to anybody about mm-hmm. it. Um, it wasn't until I even started medication that I even had to disclose because I had a whole situation with that. So it, it took a lot for me to even get to a point of even sharing that with anybody. So my initial years were crazy. Are your parents around? Um, yeah, so I actually broke out into hives because of the medication. Okay. Mm. While I was home for Christmas. Oh. So I went to the hospital. They were like, oh my God, my parents are freaking out. My fe- my fever is like 103. They're like, what's going oh, on? Oh, they didn't even know. No, had no clue. Okay. I was like, I think I just got a, a thing from a restaurant. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the doctors were like, no, ma'am. That's, 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 that's not it. You know the T says. That's right. not it. They they thought it was meningitis. They All this stuff. Did an HIV test. I told my uncle, I was like, hey, this is what's going on. My uncle's a doctor. And he was like... Okay, you need to stop taking that medication now. Now. Right. One. Two, are you going to tell your mom? Mm-hmm. So I called my mom, my dad. Both They were divorced at the time. Uh-huh. I called them into the same house, my little brother. I let them know I was gay. I let them know that I Ooh, had been abused. Jesus, all of this at one time? And I let them know that I was positive in 30 minutes. Oh, my God. said you were gay, abused, abused and, and positive. positive in 30 minutes. What? That was a lot. Child. My abused mother, in a relationship? my mom, yeah, like sexually okay. abused. No, like verbally and emotionally. Okay, okay, uh, but still, the, gotcha. it's abuse, abuse, impact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a lot. Trauma's a bitch. Is <laughs> and my mother like lost it. Just started screaming. Um, my dad was like consoling her. Crazy thing is, he was supposed to go on a, his first date with the lady that he's married to now that night. Oh, it's so crazy. Just killed everything. And my brother, that's a crazy story too because she was like, "Something just told me that you just needed your time." It's crazy. And then my brother was just like, "So y'all good?" Because <laughs> I gotta go. Because right. okay, like I got other shit to do tonight. But that whole ex- that experience, like me just coming out with all of that at one time. Forced me to be like, y'all, this is my life. This is what's going on. This is, I've been right. holding all this in for years. Mm-hmm. So after that, I got put back on my parents' insurance. I found a better doctor. Like, I got into a better treatment. I, it was Ooh, amazing. parents' insurance is everything. Baby. 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 Do you think that this, do you think that that made the relationship with your family stronger? Oh, it, I mean, t- 10,000 times. Okay. Wow, okay. Be- because I was holding so much back from them. Now, I-, I also recognize that I'm blessed in the fact that me telling them, they were accepting of it. Right. Gotcha. They aren't, they they still don't understand a whole lot of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But at least they were able to say, you are still my son. Gotcha. And we right. are still here for you. So I-, I recognize that that's not always everybody's narrative. That's not always everybody's story. And I'm blessed to have that. Right, right. Um, but I use my privilege in that to try to make space for the people that don't. So it's like the people that aren't, you know, that don't have family to go to, that, that aren't able to talk to. No, baby, you got some ears over here. Right. Let's, let's, right. Talk, let's figure you know out what's what? going right. on. I'm telling my mom that, because um, I did the parade for Pride. Yeah. Ooh, and there and baby, were, you were sick. definitely got sick. Tried it. I tried my own self with that one. Being, okay. being naked in the rain in the cold for two hours, two miles, not cute. Um, 
<laughs> no, but there were um, like moms and dads with free hug shirts and yes. posters mm-hmm. on the yes. side. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just because I was like a personality, I was just doing it for the fun of it. But the hugs are, they feel different. Mm-hmm. Like, like do. not saying that I don't get the comfort from my mom that I want, but it was just like, Baby, you really to have a me. parent out there supporting yeah. just, yeah. not even, I want to even say their child, but just this. They're yeah. just here. The hug was just, because mm-hmm. they were, because mm-hmm. it was it genuine. Was genuine. It was the, yeah, you, you felt like the genuine love. Like, they were like, we know that people don't get this, right. but we have the love to give. It was literally so we're gonna give it. So that's why the hug. Felt it was different. It, just yeah. the embrace felt mm-hmm. like wow. like the two arms felt like a thousand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was so. And it's just like you need. You may not have your family, but if there's someone who is there to help, genuinely help. Yeah, and that's genuinely, and the motive is mm-hmm. genuine and it's pure. Keyword. You, you, you can feel that. Get it. Yeah. And when you feel it, take advantage of it and use it wisely. Did I turn the oven off? Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, it's just, yeah, just take it. it. Yeah. You have to take that. Like, it's just, yeah. So I got I get what you mean by okay. you being somebody that people mm-hmm. can. Oh, yeah. Yes. I try to. Rich, Zaddy. Yeah. I'm so glad you talked about genuine hugs. I think one of the things that Alfonso and I, that makes us kindred is like, the hug, like, without words, when we hug each other, like, we create a whole scene. First of all, our father's hugs are real, like, you know, if you're going to cry, don't hug Alfonso. <laughs> because he's not trying to make you cry, mm-hmm. but he's going to get it. Mm-hmm. His hugs are literally a therapy session. <laughs> mm-hmm. On a couch. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you hug people, it's just like, quick little, hey, move. No. He's going to hug, hold, there's a moment of silence. Yep. Because there's like this whole like we're about this, happening. I'm something, about to stir this energy. Right, okay? something is stirring, and he literally it don't be loud. How are you? Everybody asks how are you, but it's something about how are you. It's mm-hmm. real like are you okay? I love you so much. Don't lie to me. <laughs> we will hold this hug until you get it together. Okay, Period. it's real bad. So the, yeah, ten seconds though because people we need that. This is true. We need genuine spaces to really that's say true. this is this is what's going this is the this shit is that's true. going on right now. That's true. I just try to But can I another ten seconds? Because <laughs> Richard talk about my hugs, but y'all, Richard blew me a kiss. Uh-huh. And it wasn't even like sexual. It wasn't sexual. Right. It wasn't I had I we were together. This was like one of the first times that we had ever met. Right. And I had given a hug to everybody in the elevator. And I was talking to him. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't give Richard a hug. I turned around. Richard blew me a kiss. And when I tell y'all, I will never forget. <laughs> Ever. When it's, forget. Listen, when it's genuine, when, you, when it's when it, pure, and there's no sexual true. intent behind it, it's, it's because amazing. they love you as a person. Literally, I cuddled with one of my friends for the, like, when I got comfortable. I'm still working on my being comfortable as a black gay man, but when I really a- got into being a gay man mm-hmm. and I cut up with my one of my really good friends and it wasn't sexual. There mm. was no like big spoon, little spoon didn't matter. You didn't feel nobody poking at your bag. It was just- genuinely a cuddle. I was like, this is very interesting and I'm mm. here for it. Intimacy. Literally, and we have to figure intimacy. out. We have to literally understand the difference between intimacy and sex. Mm-hmm. Come on, come people on. have a hard time mm-hmm. separating the two. And I always, so I always tell people, Travis does need some good love in here and there all the time, every day. I you feel know. like I do need that. But intimacy is just everything. everything. Yeah. Yes, 
Yes. Especially when you, you when you don't even when you don't even know what it is until you be, you have to find it on your own as an adult. But then you do have parents that will show you. You know, there are some, but you know, you don't know until you experience it. And when you experience it, you know. Speaking of, I'm I'm mm-hmm. a Patty Labelle myself right now and kick my shoes off. That's Go hard. ahead, sure. Yeah. Back to you. Back to Richard. Yeah, yeah. No, so sorry. No, I mean, but that's what I mean. That's like the end part of the journey where I am now. Like mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like I'm thankful for my journey because of people like Alfonso. Alfonso gives me intimacy, mm-hmm. and like Alfonso recharges me without words. Without I don't have to see this bitch in like six months. And when we hug each other, it's like, girl, you gave me the energy I need to go back into the world to give people what they don't have. Right. That we have, we're blessed to have all the time. So if anytime I see you, it's like, bam. Um, but when, when I found out 2015, um, I was actually moving to Atlanta okay. to work in HIV at Emory University. And I was just like, okay, I was working in HIV. I've been working in HIV since 2013. I didn't find out my HIV status until 2015. Wow. So I was already working in, and I was, I'm from New Jersey, Trent, New Jersey, um, to be exact. And I was doing work there, and I was moving because, like, I had, you know, when you outgrow certain spaces. Yeah. You got to give more. You got to do more. You got to learn more and, like. Absorb more, so I was like, okay, I'm moving to Atlanta. Side note: If y'all Atlanta. feel like y'all don't go to your place, I'm moving to Atlanta. We full, we crowded, we over capacity. Listen, really, <laughs> sorry, we we'll we'll need more. Find you yeah. somewhere yeah. else to move yeah. and do your good work in the Lord somewhere else. Listen, but listen, if you do check out, he is valuable. Yeah, <laughs> we got you. We can we can hold you down. Or you can start one in your other state. Okay, that's that's, 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 that's happening. That's state. happening. <laughs> Chapters hashtag in your state. Um, but that's always Um. I was moving, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go see my friend, my best friend, who lives in, uh, I live in, the, like, the the central part of Jersey, and he lives up north in, like, Newark. Everyone knows Newark, New Jersey, as you've been to Newark International Airport. Okay. He lives up that way. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go see this girl. I'm going to go see her, work in her clinic. And I was like, let me go get this HIV test before I go. Let me get this McDonald's uh, gift card Come so on. I can go to McDonald's uh-huh. before I go back home. Hello. Whatever. And then a the guy, black guy, black, light-skinned, thick guy, I remember him, like, and we're talking about, like, the work that we do and, like, why am I moving to Atlanta and what am I doing? And he's giving me HIV tests. And, like, literally, it like, 15 minutes later, he's like, it came back, like, preliminary positive. And I'm just like, emotionally, I'm feeling like, okay, like, okay, I've taught people how to deal with this shit from, like, the past two right. years. Like, girl, you got to get your shit together. Like, right. you can't be like, girl, right. like, yeah, it's different when it's you. It's like, very different. Yes. Ooh, but then at the same time, I'm like, bitch, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, ma'am. Like, I test myself every month. Like, what's happening? Like, I literally was like, I literally would be testing myself, taking test kids home and testing myself because oh, I knew oh. I was having condomless sex with somebody, one of my best okay. friends. Okay. Like you said, like one yeah, of my best yeah. friends and I were having condomless yeah. sex, and I'm like, okay, That's let me topic. test me, let me test you, and I bet constantly were testing us, like constantly. So I'm like, what the fuck, like what's going on? He left out of the room and said, I'm gonna go like run this, uh, the uh confirmatory test, mm-hmm. and then people don't know what a confirmatory test is. Like when you get an HIV rapid HIV test, you take one, and then in order to confirm, you have to take another. Yeah. So he was going to the other room to go do that, and then that. That time frame of him leaving, I was texting people. I'm like, I'm texting Kendall Boom, who's also the co-founder. He is valuable. I'm texting him like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, I just found out my status. Like, I'm living with HIV. Like, I'm positive. Like, what am I supposed to do? I text him. I text the person who I knew <laughs> that, that you, I had right, like, contracted yeah, HIV yeah. from. 
and I was like, yo, like this is what happened when I get home. I'm testing you to figure out like what's the like what's our what's the problem. Right. And then I also texted my one of my other best friends, Josh Rice, who lives in California now, because he was my support system. Like he's mm-hmm. the person that like uplifted me when I was going through depression and like not feeling good enough and like feeling like as a person not living with HIV, living in the field of HIV, like I didn't feel like my story had. Meaning. Any value, mm. but he did too. So he right. was that person. So I text those three people, and they all two of them, Kendall and Josh, were like, "We got you. Like, what's up? Like, yes. what's going on? Like, we're going to be here for you." But then the person who I knew I contracted from, like, "What the fuck you mean? Like, what are you saying? Like, what does this mean? Like, what the fuck? Mind you, he had already been going through education and all that type of stuff. But it was like, "What do you like? What the fuck you mean? Like, I got it from you." All this type of shit. That's all how of niggas that. do. That's, so how niggas, that's how straight niggas do. When a mm-hmm. girl be like, I'm pregnant. No, you ain't pregnant for me. That must be one of the other niggas. Please. Right. Nigga, you know. Emotionally, I started feeling like, fuck. Like, I work in HIV. I'm teaching my community about HIV. I'm, like, giving them education, prevention, and stuff like that. Like, so I immediately start feeling the stigma of, like, why would you like how could you right. like why right. would you how would you like how would this happen you, to you you yeah. start to feel like um like a hypocrite a hypocrite yeah the hypocrisy shit like I started yeah. feeling like why 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 right. and especially in the motherfucker telling me like I got this from you like what do you mean like I ain't get it from nobody else but you but I knew in my mind like I was very like meticulous when it came to like I had sex with you. I had sex with you. I had condomless sex with you. Like I knew, right. so I knew right. where it, I knew where it came right. from. And for him to be telling me that, it just felt like cr- I felt crushed. Yeah. I felt stupid. I yeah. felt this little because I'm like, if he's telling me this, like then like did I do something wrong? Like it wasn't mm-hmm. me. It did I give it to him? Like those right. immediately the right. thoughts that I had in my mind. Like, whoa, my god. Like, what if I had sex with him and then he didn't get? But like after all those years and stuff like that, when I left out of that office. I walked out with my chest, like, big and, like, feeling like, oh, God, I got this. But, like, I really felt, like, little. Yeah. I felt yeah. crushed. I felt, like, as little as possible. And then I walked to my best friend, who you, who some of you may know, and I walked to him, and I walked to his house. Like, literally walked from that office to his house for, like, 30 minutes. Oof. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, Richard, like, how the fuck did you do? Like, yeah, how did we what the fuck did you do? Yeah. Yeah. What is the world going to say? Now you're an advocate. You yeah. are publicly known. Mm. Like, you done done this greater than AIDS campaign. And people know you. And talking about how your mom talked about your cousin dying of AIDS. And how you didn't never want to be that person. Like, I literally just finished doing that. Wow. And, like, carrying the emotion of that. And then I right. walked to my best friend's house. And all he did was immediately... He hugged me. Mm-hmm. Immediately hugged me. He immediately hugged me. And was just like, I love you. I got you. I got you. I got you. And then asked me the question. It's like, bitch, how the fuck did you do this? <laughs> how the fuck did right. you do this? Like, how of you of all people right. do this? So I carried the weight of that. And then I had to move to Atlanta, like, literally, like, seven days later. Oh, wow. Okay. And carry all of that and carried all of that and carried all of that. And, like, one thing that I regret is that I didn't give myself the time to, like, be, like, to, grieve. to be, like, grieve. Yeah. Like, you know how they say when someone dies, we need a grieving period? Mm-hmm. Like, 
not that something a part of me died, but like it was a transition. When things right. transition life in your life, I, love I didn't, I didn't that. give, I didn't give myself time. I'm just like, yeah. bitch, no, like you going to Atlanta? Like Atlanta is where black gay men are like fucking dying of HIV. Right. So you have to be okay. Like you gotta live this shit, put it on your back, and move right. forward. And I so before here. you moved here, did you have people here that you knew? Yes. Okay. So Kendall, Kendall, so the, you did. So you didn't move here without a support system. No, 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 okay. no, no. I didn't have like the support system that I have now, including course, y'all. Right, like I didn't right. have that, but I had like Kendall, and I had like people that I had known from conferences and shit that I went to, where I was like, okay, bitch, I can move out of Jersey. I can right. move out of here. Like I'm not right. confined to this space. Like right. Right. a okay. lot of people that I come in contact every day, they feel like they're confined to those spaces that yep. they live in. Yep. In those moments, I realized, okay, bitch, I'm bigger than. Jersey, like right. I can go outside of here. So I had Kendall like help me find like a job and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna move to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this shit. And I came here, but I never had a chance to like grieve. I never had a chance to be like sad about it. Even to the point where my mom, before I moved to Atlanta, mom, I didn't tell my parents. Yeah. Like I, I didn't have a chance to tell them like yeah, what happened. Yeah. So when I moved, one of my best friends, Josh, who was one of the people that I text, mm-hmm. he came and picked me up from Jersey. Mind you, he lived in Chicago. So he drew from Chicago to Jersey to come get me to go. We went to Boston because it was a uh, Fourth of July. So we drove to Boston, and then from Boston, we, he drove me all the way down to Yeesh. Atlanta. Oh my, my god. god. That's, that's a friend. That's right. a friend. That's a friend. That's a friend. giving you two hours in the car. <laughs> You're not getting that. You're getting 45 minutes in the next exit Literally. and we're switching seats. Me and, Tra- me and Trey Morris drove to Charlotte, which is four hours away. I hate <gasps> driving. This nigga didn't drive to or from. <laughs> <laughs> I drove to and from. I offered. Oh, so no, no, no. You like no. He, he drove for about 30 minutes. But the struggle was rough. The, like, the, the, the only reason he drove for those 30 minutes because I was like, bitch, I think I'm getting sleepy. Mm. Like, I hate driving. Fly, yeah. bitch, fly. Yeah, I know that. I don't care if we're going. <laughs> I do not care. Bitch, I will fly to Alpharetta, bitch. <laughs> I hate driving. For those of you that don't know, Alpharetta is a 20-minute drive. Let me tell you, I'm gonna fly. Oh, this is not bad. I will fly. I will fly. If if there's a plane ticket, a bitch is on the plane. All you need to mm-hmm. do is listen to the Georgia Peach for t- listen to two episodes, and you'll make it there. Okay, PC, you get you you're, you're there. No, I'm no, no. <laughs> it's still not I listen to my favorite song. Yeah. It's just road. It is boring. Oh. I am going now. I can stay awake when I'm not driving. Sometimes. Mm. Okay. Sometimes. Just make sure I'm not up. Okay. Come just, on, Wendy. Uh, listen. Sometimes. Yes. Just make sure I'm not up Shout packing out. till four in the five in the morning. Yeah. I got you. Shout I, out can't, to I can't promise that. Because yeah, he really drove me the entire time. But yes. before I left, I he met my parents ticket. or whatever. He met my parents in Jersey. And I had knew my I knew my status. Mm-hmm. He knew my status. My mom. And my parents, like, I, mind you, I, this was when I was 25 years old. So I never left New Jersey any right. other time before then. So, like, I'm moving to Atlanta, like, to start a whole new life. And, like, I'm in the car. I got my, all my shit packed up in his SUV. And, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, I want to tell my mom. I kept telling Josh, I want to tell my mom. I have to tell her. Like, I want to tell her. Right. Like, but all my mom kept saying was, like, when you go to Atlanta, take care of yourself. You better mm-hmm. go down there and get mm-hmm. sick. You know, when Ooh, people, you better not go down there and get sick. And, like, yeah. I had to, I'm yeah. carrying that for, like, 
the whole time that oh I knew gosh. she was like, you ain't moving to Atlanta. No, you ain't going. I said, I'm going to Atlanta, mom. So I'm in the car. I'm in the passenger seat and I'm looking at my parents and my sisters like, and I live in the hood. So like, you know, it's like the porch and I'm from Jersey. So like the front porch and they like sitting there on the porch or whatever. And they like looking at me like crying and shit. And my dad crying and my mom looking like, baby. <laughs> and I'm like, Josh, like I want to tell my mom right fucking now, but I couldn't. Right. It wasn't until we got on the highway a good hour and we were like on our way through Philadelphia and through Pennsylvania to go towards Baltimore that I was like crying and I'm like, I want to tell my mom. I couldn't tell her. I had no opportunity. Like, I was like, how do I tell her this? Like, how do I tell her at the same time I'm about to better my life? That Mm -hmm. also the one thing that she was worrying about me as being a black gay man was this. Right. Like, how do I tell her right right now? Like, how do I tell her? She's going to be like, you ain't going to get your ass out of this motherfucker. How do I tell her that I did what you said don't do? Because, right. Uh, Before I got there. Right. Right. Because I feel like, but I do feel like with a lot of parents, like, once they, once they find out that their child is, is gay, like, they immediately go to those thoughts. Like, now that you're gay... You're gonna get HIV. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel like fucking in the butt. Like, I feel like, right? I feel like that's like they they have like certain thoughts, and that that's like one of them. Like they don't, and I it's like, like they don't really like understand yeah. like everything that goes on. That's you know what? Stigma though. The stigma. Yeah. I get the stigma, and I live for it. Live with that stigma of my mom thinking that because she also had to watch my cousin like. When I was 16, my 24-year-old cousin, who was, like, obviously gay to my family, he died of AIDS complications. Mm. So my mom endured that with my aunties. Like, all of our aunties right. watched him. So my mom is thinking, like, okay, my son is, like, funny. Like, okay, he walking around yeah. playing with girls. He's <laughs> right. double Dutch and all that shit. She's teaching me to the best of her knowledge. She's like, right, I don't too. want this for yeah. you. So yeah. I'm like, how in the fuck am I going to let her know, like, this is my reality now? Like... She already know that I work in this shit. Like, she knew right. I work in HIV. Because right. I already thought it. And I'm like, Mom, I don't have HIV. Like, I'm good. I'm good. But now to have to leave and do something bigger than that and, like, tell her that now I'm carrying this mm-hmm. was a lot. But like you, I feel blessed now. Like, we're five years later and my mom is, like, so much more supportive. My dad, I mean, I never worried about my dad, but, like... My dad's like, I see you nothing more than a man, nothing less than a man. Like, oh. so now when I walk in the world, like, I don't give a fuck what a bitch got to say. Like, oh, my, my, dad, dad, like me. my okay. dad said I'm a man. Girl. I don't huge. give a fuck what you think, huh? how you feel. <laughs> my dad has told me, like, I'm the greatest version of a man that he's ever wow. been able to sit and converse with. That would make me just with. I was out. like, what? Ooh, I would be a Bitch. Yeah. And my, my dad, dad like my me. dad is a my hood dad ass like nigga. Fuck you. My dad is a hood ass light skin no. ass nigga that's about just my height. Wow. He's forty eight years old and he literally told like my dad was like you are my son like right. I don't give a Period. fuck with no one says like Period. you are my son. But my mom is the person I had to, like, navigate mm-hmm. and tug and pull and tug. And now she realizes, now when she can see things like he is valuable, right? she right. realizes, like, I'm not in a negative space. Like, things are not bad. Things are not, He's like, okay. He's okay. Well, baby, okay. He, he's not going to die because of HIV. He's right. not. Why you want, my mom would be like, why are you telling people your business? Why are you telling people your HIV? Because people need to hear I'm this. Come on. 
someone like Come like on. how my cousin died because he didn't have people to talk, around to talk, to, to, talk right. to about that. Like that's why yes. I'm talking about it because yes. there are young men like me who don't even know that they're gay that have moms like you that are telling them that they're gay. And they don't even know what that means. You're correct. And they will grow up in a world where they have to face this and they don't know how to even begin to navigate that space. Ooh, that's why that's I'm telling deep. them. That's why I'm telling them my story. And not even it's my like HIV it. is the story. It's like, I'm a gay man that grew up with, like, girls calling me gay, faggot, okay. and stuff like that before I even knew what the fuck that shit meant. Like, I didn't know what gay was. Like, right. I just knew that, girl, my my hand might have been a little loose. <laughs> my wrist might have might have felt <laughs> I might have played with the girls a little bit too long. And the boys might be a little cute, but I don't oh, think they're okay. cute. They just, that's what I'm saying. They doing it, though. Whatever they do, they do it. Something's happening. I'm just looking. Something's happening on the inside. Whatever it is. Right. I like it. I don't know what exactly. it is, but I like it. But imagine if your mama embraced that shit. Imagine if your dad embraced that shit. Like, we but embrace it. Embrace like, it. I don't understand. In a positive way. Embrace it in a positive, in a positive, way. positive way because so I've seen get, parents mm-hmm. that are real. Tell my son going to be a fag. He's going to be a queen. That's all right. No, I'm just a level. And it's like, girl, that's, that's not, not That's, that's not, not right. That's, that's, that's toleration. That's right. Don't nobody want that. Yeah. So I have like two questions, I think. Mm-hmm. You gotta write shit down because this is his show. Um, <laughs> Which one I, is? I sent him a picture of the outline first. Though. Yeah, we did. But <laughs> girl, what's up? That line's trash. Um, so, a little rough right. track. I'm, I'm trying to learn some lyrics right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> stressful. Um, so I'm a black gay man who. Oh, this is a lot too, a bit too much for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm absolutely. Sex is shown to like now people just only want to have raw sex that just mm-hmm. what it, that's what's shown uh-huh. mm-hmm. um i'm amazing. still very well i don't know i'm still <laughs> very great. old school in everything even as far as i'm still figuring it out i used to joke around with the whole and this was as a reason i used to joke around with the whole homophobic homosexual thing and say I was a homophobic homosexual uh-huh. but now i'm like wow i probably shouldn't say that because thoughts and feelings Mm-hmm. Are real. You really have what you say, and I've said it a lot. And now I really am like, you're reaping the. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm really like judging my people in a sense mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because of things that I wouldn't do, and I feel like or whatever. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I'm not on prep. Not interested in being on prep. I don't want the ordeal of swallowing pills because I can't swallow. I have a struggle swallowing Zyrtec. Ain't nobody gonna talk about that shit. And you know how big a Zyrtec is. Right! Right, so I was gonna say nothing. Right, so but it's like, I just. Cord is bigger than a Zyrtec. <laughs> I just don't want. Yes, and girl, I will I will sit up trying to swallow a piece of cord, okay? So it's just like, I don't. <laughs> it's just so much. Like, it's just. It's, yeah, it, for it is, me, it's, it's so much, and I'm not. I just don't have a. But think about this. When people first found out they were. Like, when they first. when scientists and doctors were first trying to uh, figure out how to deal with HIV, people was taking like 30. 10 pills a day. No, 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 baby. No, no, no. 30 plus. 30 plus pills. pills a day. Okay, what I'm saying, I'm speaking for today. <laughs> mm-hmm. And on today, I, Trevoris. One pill a day, yes. I okay, just, I don't want to. Yeah. That's just honest, I don't want to. Yeah. So, so, so are you asking what are your other options? Are there other options? And I just don't, because yeah. this is my thing. I'm not interested in, in prep. Sex. I'm not interested in prep. 
I would like to try con- if the shit feel good. What's up? That's Let's the real go. thing, though. Mm-hmm. It, are you are you not interested in prep and interested in condomless sex? Right. Because then that's a diff- that's, that's that's a different. Different. I mean, yeah, like yeah, like so you want okay? I just so then you. But I also right. don't. I don't. I also don't have the time for my nerves to be bad when I fuck somebody. Just so, because I'm educated, and just, I, it's a whole bunch. Yeah. I think one before we get into because we about to give y'all like okay okay you, <laughs> okay they about to go there bitch but what I'm saying is like at the root of all of this it's like the fact that sex and sexuality is not a normal conversation for mm-hmm. people in general correct true and we live correct. in America where sex sells but is not talked about and I will Woo! and I okay come and to, on Kurt Franklin and to, inter, to interject it's literally true. a thing like to interject before you go deeper mm-hmm. I'll say this for me. When I first got to college, I was very much so like, Mm-mm, I ain't talking about sex. And my best, well, my used to be best friend. You know, I ain't gonna go there. Uh-huh. But anyways, um, like he he was very much like open. Like he his parents knew he was gay. Hmm. Like he was very flamboyant, and like I was just I would look at him and be like, ooh, okay, that's a mm-hmm. lie, or whatever. Well, too much for my taste. Like, <laughs> he's he like, yes, girl, I rode that dick and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, all right. Look, clutching my pearls. Okay. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, the more that we had those conversations, it's like, I would start to say like, oh, yeah, well, me and such and such, you know, mm-hmm. we kissed a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So like, yeah. you know, and, it and created you get more comfortable. Space. Yeah. And so it's like, when you have those people that you can talk to, mm-hmm about like your sexual experiences and have like somebody not judge you for them and to be like positive then it's like okay we're having these sex conversations but then you can take it somewhere else mm-hmm. and you can start talking about everything everything mm-hmm. everything you can start talking about all the aspects mm-hmm. how you can prevent this how you do this how you do that like what you know what mm-hmm. saying all the yes. ty- all the different type of things and it's like when you're open about that then it's like like now I feel like I'm more open about sex and sexuality. Your best, the roles are reversed. Like I'm you now, and you're your best friend. Yes, yes, mm. yes, mm. yes. Look at that. Okay. Yes. He made me sleep in a long sleeve shirt and pajama pants. No, literally. When me and Trevor first met, I didn't met, know what Tasty Treasures was, bitch. I was like, what is when that? When me and Trevor first met, <laughs> and he spent the night in my house, I'm in here. I'm about half naked and I'm just in the bed like, bitch, I'm going to sleep. I'm getting ready for bed. This bitch is in pajamas. A whole nun outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you going to burn up. You're going to burn up. I'll be fine. Sweating. I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> Button all the way up to the neck. Okay, mm-hmm. I wish I could see. Like, get rid of this 1950s pajama set. Covered. Put your doors on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like I, I think like, that's yeah. partly be- no, it's majorly part because we don't, we don't have. In general, people don't have enough conversation about sex, mm-hmm. and then the yes. sex that is normalized is heterosexual sex, like yes. male to female. Yes, and then of course we're black, so we live in a society where racism is prevalent as fuck. So then you're black, and you have sex in a different way, which means gay queer, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. There's no conversations for us to have that. So automatically we're taught and when we're socialized, we're taught to believe that our sex is not natural. And it's don't not and don't grow up in the church. Okay. Well my daddy I just I just wanted to throw that in d- d- 
Uh, well, but keep going. Well, keep well, going. My dad keep is going a because you're no, talking because to me and somebody right. were talking about this. Um, because we were talking about I was talking about sex education, mm-hmm. like growing up in school, sex education, whatever, whatever. And I was just like, if sex education in school covered all oh, sex, yeah, yeah, then maybe people wouldn't be in certain predicaments that they're in now. Because it's like if I, as a little queer child, if I mean, yes, we learned about heterosexual intercourse, whatever, whatever. But if we also learned about, you know, homosexual intercourse, mm-hmm. if we also learned about, you know, polyamory or like other, other and things. And lesbian sex. Lesbian sex. Yes, if we learned about, you know, transgender. And if you learn about all of those things yes. in sex ed, it's like, mm-hmm. it's not so taboo. Mm-hmm. And it's not so un, unnatural. So that way it's like, okay... You can figure out what it is that, that interests you or whatever that, that gets your little jollies off. And you can also learn about how to properly engage mm-hmm. in those activities. Because mm-hmm. I feel like as a result of in not a healthy teaching way. us, that's when we like are doing things in the dark. Like yeah, we mm-hmm. had sex. Not, mm-hmm. I'm quite sure you. Ha- I'm not. I don't know, girl. I'm not. I'm not I don't know. Okay. But I'm quite sure you had sex, but you didn't talk about it. I'm quite sure you had sex, but you didn't talk about it because you're doing it in the dark. Right. When you do things in the dark, there's always going to be a negative outcomes out in the light, right? right? Anything that we do in the dark is because we're trying to like hide it and we're trying to hold right. it back because Shame. the world has told us that it's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Right. But we know for us naturally that like, it feels good, it feels great, it feels amazing, but you're not allowed to do it. Right. We are not allowed like based on life in general, like we are not allowed to have sex with each other. Right. Like we are mm. not allowed right. to have like, that's not allowed. Like, it's not okay. It's not natural or whatever. Right. But we know, like, bitch, it's the best thing. Huh? It puts me to the listen, next level, bitch. That's listen. how I wake up and think about shit like he is valuable. Wait, so, uh, waiting on the day. Okay, but okay. we're don't. we not taught that that is okay. And then if we right. don't live in a space where that's okay, I think that's where we need to start. Yeah. Yes. And, but now on the back end of that, like, we live in a world where now we have to have preventative methods and teach people stuff that they should have learned. Mm-hmm. As children, mm-hmm. right. when we were socialized, now we live in a world where, like, what are our options? Right. And I think the the greatest thing that we can give to people in the in the age of like ending the epidemic or like preventing HIV and is like giving people options. Like, I should never. When you walk into my office, like, I would always have an option for you. Right. Like, you don't want you 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 don't want to get on prep. You you use condoms, but I don't want to be on prep. Like, I should not be like, oh God. He's not on prep. Like, what the fuck are we going to do? Exactly. Oh, my God. We don't want to be on Like, that and should that's never the, be a I thing. That's like, what I always do. I'm sure the you do. one or two times that that's I talk to, like, part. a doctor or something, they're just like, you need to be on prep. Which one do you want to be on? <laughs> right. Like, which pill? They have the white-looking pill. There's a light-blue-looking pill. Which one do you want to be on? They This one may have this. You need to be on one of these. Pick one. Girl, no! <laughs> you don't I just have, don't. Like, I just don't. Be. But then I also... Mm. I'm going to say that. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit because okay. the thing about it is what I will say on, on the provider side, if you're not going to do those things, what you also have to recognize is that that means you're taking your sexual health into your... That's It's going to be your responsibility. You're going to have to work a little a little harder now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think... And that, I'm not saying that's not a bad thing. Right. And and there are tools for that and as well. And that's an option. There right. That's an option. A, <laughs> exactly. An option. There are tools for that yeah. as well. Yes. But just recognize that, okay, you, that's not what you want to do. I, you got to be able to handle the, okay, this is the, what the, you, this the, is alternative. What the truth is. The alternative. This you is you what you got. The alternative. Because yeah. even if so, it, it also makes it hard, like, dating. 
Yeah. Because you, yeah, you meet so many guys who are HIV positive. Nothing wrong with that, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. So then it's almost like, okay, well, you don't want to be on prep. If you get a relationship, you ain't finna be out here fucking with no condom on if you're in a relationship, bitch. Give me you that can if down. you want to. Who got time for that? If you're in a relationship. I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, I but if you're in no, a relationship. No, because I've known people. I, I have I known know couples that have been together for years. Yeah. And they still use condoms. Yeah. That's just, like, that's just right. the nature Things of the relationship. I'm just thinking, let's just say, you know, three, four in the morning hit by mistake. Whoa. Kind of want it. And, and I think that's what, but I think that's what, pre- like, I think prep is a great option for that. Like, prep is not like one great thing about prep is, and I, this is Richard just speaking on Richard and what I know about science and yes. not for no organization. Is like prep is not something you have to take every day. Like, as a person living with HIV, like I have to take my medicine every mm-hmm. day to right. suppress my virus and to be virally suppressed and be undetectable mm-hmm. right. so I don't transmit it to someone else. Right. But being on prep, yeah, like I have the option. To be okay. like, okay, girl, I know in these six months, bitch, I'm about to bust it wild up and tell them, tell them, bring it back. <laughs> and I'm going to take my prep and right. I'm going to take it. But I, yes. also, if in that six months, I choose, like, you know what? I'm not going to take prep today. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, there is still an option gotcha. where it's like, but the risk is still there to, like, I may contract HIV or an STI or STD. But it's not, like, something you have to, like, commit to because pill right. fatigue is real. Like, as a person living with HIV. Come on. Like taking a pill is not something that I'm a, I'm not fond of it. <laughs> I don't like it too much, but I know it's my responsibility. But there are right. day, there are days where I rem- I cannot remember to take my pill. There's multiple days, and I'm a young professional too. Right. Like there are multiple days where I don't remember to take my pill. Thank God when I go to take my labs that I'm still undetectable because the right. science is just so great. But like there are days when I don't remember to take my pill. Right. But I think science is advancing so much. That now they may be injectables and shit like that. They I can talk, take no, for a month worth of like. Well, girl, yeah, there are things happening where I can take that go. injectable <laughs> and I can be good for a month. But like, pill fatigue is a real thing. Like, it really is a real thing. But I don't think, I think prep is good in those instances where it's like, okay, I don't want to use condoms, but I don't want to take a pill. All right. But like, you can take prep in between times. Like, I think what I've been learning recently is like, you can take prep in between times. Like, okay, okay I just met this guy. I don't know we're going to have sex, but like maybe two days before we have sex, I'm going to take prep. And then like, there's a thing called 211. Like, and that's an option for black gay men. Not for people who have vaginas, but like for men or people who have penises. Yes. You can do the 211 method where it's like, I take two pills before I have sex, and then, like, after the encounter, I can have one day, one day, I can take one pill, one pill. There are options. So, prep is an option. The pills are so big, girl. Can you give me a goodie powder? Can we also talk talk about U equals U, too? Yes. Yes. I have that on here. Undetectable E equals untransmittable. So, if you are living with HIV and you are taking your medication and you are going to see your doctor and you are... Your virus is suppressed. Taking care of yourself. Let's be clear about yes. that. I was going to say, because people got to be honest about yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. what they're doing. That's exactly. also a form of protection. It honestly. is. Treatment as prevention. It's one of the greatest forms of it's huge. It's huge. So they, if you have sex with somebody living with HIV, you probably have the greatest sex that you ever had. Come on. One, but come also on. the most safe sex that you can mm. have. Because more than often, we are more like aware of everything that's come going on. Because we got to see somebody every three months. So we, so we know what SCI status, we know what HIV status, we know what's happening, happening. Right. Like, nah, check, happening, check happening. all of this out. 
Take it off. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, two dollars. That's all that booty. I need you. I need to know. No shame, but, like, yeah. but that is so important, and and I and I think that we, we have to we have to broaden this conversation, <laughs> to, so that people not just people that are living with HIV are going to see the doctor, but just us as a community, y'all. Yes. We gotta but we see, gotta check on our also bodies. The issue needing to know. Speaking for someone who does not have insurance right now. It's open enrollment, sis. It's open enrollment. Open enrollment. Um, okay. We, uh, I need you to we sign up for that. We can talk about that when we're done. Okay. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the people. The yeah. people. Open enrollment. <laughs> Until um, uh, what? December 15th. But it's, oh, that's soon. That is that's soon. very soon. Listen, we got you. Okay. Anyway. Friday. You got Yeah, it's just like you got to also like going to get tested on a regular properly getting tested like you need to know where to go because but that is why you I have just want to organizations say, to get you set up yeah, with the proper but, care but you also need to be in the loop like you also need to be um be more involved in your community like for me I'm, I don't feel like I'm involved enough mm-hmm. um but it's this is a whole topic for a whole different day. I don't okay. Well, I will say. I okay. think involvement from, sounds like a job to you. Yes. Like when I think involvement, like when I think about when people walk into his valuable, I don't think that people come out of obligation. And see, that's they what, come because that's what I was they feel say. like, bitch, these are my bitches, girl. Whatever I got yeah, to and go I'm not comfortable through, like, being around my bitches. That's the problem. Yeah, let's be honest. No, but okay. So this is so this is what I this is what I this is what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking from somebody like I know about he is valuable. Yes. I'm not completely involved in he is valuable, Mm -hmm. but as a person on the outside looking in, I will say that because they have like mixers and like social events, like you come for the social event, but then like when you meet different people that are involved in organization, you're like, Oh, this person is cool. So then you, you know, what I'm saying you might open up a little more. You talk about different things, and then if if like say a sex topic comes up, mm-hmm. and then you're like, like how you're like, okay, well, I don't know this, that, and the third. They were like, oh, well, actually, because of the organization that I'm in, we can set you up with this, that, and third person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then it's like it's not necessarily like a formal thing where like you're going to a doctor or you have to seek out a doctor. It's like, I'm just hanging out with my friends and we're having a conversation. And then in the midst of this conversation, these people know how to help me and they can mm-hmm. put me in the right direction. And we don't got to help you in that way at all. <laughs> like that's not even something right. that has to happen. Right. right. It's like, because I think part of it's like, you need to feel, and like you said, you're speaking on behalf of those individuals who don't feel like comfortable to like bring all yeah. these things to the table. I think it's very important where we like, Socializing because one, we've been depri- we've all been deprived. Like until I moved to Atlanta right. or been a part of his Bible, I ain't never had a space where I'm like engulfed with like black gay men, like right. the girls. Period. Like, I've okay. Never, okay. Like, I told Trey, never been in that. I told space. Trey, like, I've um, never been in that space. When I was growing up, like in high school, I felt like I was the only one. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. the only gay boy in yeah. my high school. That that is how I was made to feel. Literally, I graduate from high school. Facebook comes about. <laughs> this person gay. Huh? This person gay. This person gay. Where the where fuck was y'all at? when we was in school? So I spoke to y'all niggas so. daily. Y'all saw me out here getting picked on and shit. Oh, y'all sat quietly in your little corners. Gosh. 
or whatever, oh we could have had a whole little little kiki session. Baby. But y'all was over see, there. And the issue with me And is, I had to be the poster child for gay. Mm-hmm. See, I feel I feel like I'm the poster child for gay for church. Just growing up in church and like just the church that I've been to, I mm-hmm. feel like I am currently still like almost like the poster child for gay. But then because growing up in church, I still have so much like mm-hmm. growing and I guess the word is uh, is it comfortability? Like I have so much um, of that to do that I don't like. Like I'm still being comfortable being around a bunch of gay people mm. because I've been so socialized to believe that it's like not there's taboo, right? Yeah, taboo. and then every time I try to get comfortable, something new comes yeah. out. Like bitch, send another letter, add on to this LGBT. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, goddamn, I, I just got to the cues, girl. Wait. Yeah. I just got to now y'all got these plus signs and shit. Like, wait, shit. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I just, I can watch, I love posts. It's gorgeous. I love it. I have enjoyed it. But, like, being in a room where it's really in my face, I'm like, this is a lot happening. Niggas is voguing. It's bit, I just can't. Mm-hmm. I think but, it's important to create spaces where all of those things can happen. And, like, I think, I think what I value about Atlanta, and not just he is valuable specific, is like, I'm able to be in a space where I don't always have to walk in like as a person living with HIV. Mm-hmm. I don't always have to talk about HIV because yeah, I'm an big. expert on HIV. Right. Like, I'm not invited on podcasts just right. to talk about HIV because right. I'm a person. Like, I'm a black gay man, girl. I kick it like the like the rest of the... Like, right. I think it's important for us to create spaces like that, but it's also my responsibility as one of those black gay men to have resources for my community. Gotcha. Right. Like, my resources may be different than yours. You may tell me where what club I need to go to and where I need to turn it out and what drag queens and every girl that I need to well, know. You may tell me, girl, what, what retail stores and what right. hospitality space. That, that, but we need to bring all of that into one space to right. be like, okay, girl, these are our resources. But it's not like, girl... Look at this PowerPoint. Girl, we have these resources. <laughs> right. It's really like, right. girl, That's this dope. is my good Judy's. These are my good real. friends. Like, right. what did you need? Like, yeah. tell me, girl, you like yeah. to bust it wide open, tell them to bring it back. But also... What I'll, do you need from me? So I, I can feel help like you bring it back. Yeah. To, well, to address what Trey said, like, I feel like the more things are, like, seen and talked about, the more comfortable people will get with them, and then the more normal it'll be. Mm-hmm. So like whereas like you don't feel as comfortable in a group of in a in a larger group I'm of gay men. I'm not comfortable in a group of gay men who are comfortable. Right. So then mm. but the thing is the mm. more you're in those spaces and the more you're around those people, the more normal that becomes for you. Right. Absolutely. And so then you'll be like, okay, these people are comfortable. And then you see, like, things in different people that are like, okay, I can connect with that. Right. I can connect with this. I can connect with that. And so then it helps you grow and be more comfortable in yourself. So then it's like, okay, the next time we have an event, you can kiki with the rest of them. But then there might be somebody new that comes that's like, ooh, this is a bit much for me. And then right. you can, you're, you're able to relate to them like, yeah, when I first started out, this is how I felt too. Right. And then you're saying, like, I just feel like it, it, it's like a cycle. Right. Oh, yeah. Like a each one teach one kind of thing, or like be. each one reach one. So it's like, gotcha. You, Some, we all started somewhere. It, we all sometimes it just takes that one person to do it, right? Because baby, let me tell you this: you and you, wow, you have literally inspired me uh-huh. to do drag. Really? I I I that is no lie. Oh, no lie. Be- because of what you do with it. Mm-hmm. 
You don't just do it as, yes, it's entertaining, it's fun to watch, but baby, you put a message. You really tap into people to say, uh-uh, you need to think about this. Your, your performance at Pride this year was phenomenal. Thank you. And, and, and because you feel comfortable enough in yourself to do that, I wanted to do drag since I was like six. Didn't, didn't know what to call it. Didn't know what that looked like. Didn't even know how to express that. And I see you and I see somebody that's not just doing it for fun, but doing it to make an impact. I thank you for that. And so so literally, that's what you said. When you said you said you wanted this show this year mm-hmm. to be a message. Yes. Oh, baby. To be more than just mm. a show. Yes. And every time you do a show, you want it to be a great show. Yes. Not just some half ass something that you just go out there and do a little twirl and the people be like, Yes, Queen. Right. So there you go. There you have it. You're doing it. You're doing and and while you may not feel comfortable with other people. You being you is helping other See, people that, too. I think that's this is a whole different topic that we are doing on a later date. <laughs> it is, um, because it's not even about me. Um, like I feel like I'm literally in my own world. Yeah. So like I look up to drag queens, but I don't hang around a lot of them. Mm. Like even like in dressing rooms. You buy, when the show you is over, yourself. bye y'all. Nice to meet y'all. Like it's just that. Like, it's very that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, like, just, it's a lot being gay. It's a lot, and it's exhausting. And for me, sometimes, it's not fun. Um, for and all so of I'm us. Still, well, I mean, but I'm just <laughs> saying, speaking Which for me. to show that being gay is not a choice. Yes. Okay. Yes, because if it was a choice... Me personally, I'm just is what it is. A lot of but, a lot of us probably, but wouldn't have it's just, <laughs> like a long time ago, baby. A I told y'all it's I prayed for this to go away. It's just a lot. Yeah, it's just a lot. So I think I'm just in this place of just trying to get comfortable because I just what I okay. feel, what I want it, and it's little yeah. itsy, like little little things. Now I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that, and oh, that's kind of dope, and oh, this. You know, there's certain things like, but overall, yes. being in a big room, um, like prime example, Halloween, something happened with He Is Valuable. There was an event. Oh, I ran the kickback. The the, uh, the, the ball. ball. No, that was the merging of the ballroom scene and yes. He Is Valuable's membership. I couldn't have been in there. Shit, I was stepped out. I were I was dressed in drag. <laughs> I ain't never do no shit like that before. Right? No, I, but I was like, for me, it would be like too much. Like, I, I, I never was, did no shit like that before. Heels but I had to take myself out of like one of the things I understand like it's it's okay like because sometimes when I'm in the club and I see my girls twerking, I'm also thinking like, bitch, I can't twerk because I'm looked at a, like I'm rich zaddy like so I can't twerk. <laughs> but I be wanting to twerk, but because they do that and they feel comfortable in themselves, I often feel uncomfortable. So I know exactly what you mean by. But see, even like that, like I'm, I'm okay like, now with girl, that. Like if I was thinking a nigga, if he if he was a full top and he wanted to twerk. Go off, sis. But you used to didn't be like that. I used to didn't be like that. Right. So that's growth so that happens. That's, yeah. that's growth yeah. that happens. Yeah. I think that sometimes we got to step outside of our comfort zone. Even though we want people to be comfortable with us and like understand our life and like what we got, but we also got to step outside of our comfort zone. I also focus on one thing at a time. Yeah. And I think I have to figure out how to. No, you do what's best for you. No, I'm saying because, like, for instance, 
the gay depiction is EJ Johnson. That's just, what, that's, what just yeah. that's when you say gay, that's what they see. In a sense. Like mm-hmm. people don't see okay. people don't see like football players or hood niggas being just liking men. They don't see that. Mm-hmm. And so for me it becomes overwhelming when we're proving them right, in a sense. I feel like mm-hmm. it's always been proven right. We so like when you go to the club and all the young queens come in wanting to be a bald head Megan the Stallion, or like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of, there's no, there's, there's not enough, ex- for right. me personally, there's not enough examples of you can literally just be the a man and be spectrum. gay. The, the there's whole, a lot yeah, of, there's a lot of niggas yes. who want to be a bad bitch. Mm. And it becomes I mean, exhausting and I think when that's it's just okay. that. Yeah, I think that's okay. But I think we also been so like, and this is me. I think we've been socialized to believe, like even me, like I, oftentimes I don't feel in certain spaces. I don't feel masculine enough, and I don't f- feel feminine enough. Uh-huh. Like I'm a person that like literally lives, lives in, the, in middle. the middle. Yeah, like I literally yeah. live in the middle of both of those things. So right. like I'm like, girl. All my girls over here, like, they twerking, they voguing, they doing all, and that's okay because that's literally who they are. And then there's people over here that's, like, the football players and the basketball players and the trade niggas that literally are gay as fuck. They're not hiding it from nobody, but we all think that they're hiding it from people, but they really are not. They just living their best lives, like, as men, like, who they are. But I think all of those are examples of being exactly who you're supposed to be. But I think we've been socialized to believe if you're gay, you have to be extremely feminine. Yep. You have to be extremely this and extremely that right. and extremely one or not the other. And it's like... Also, too, <clears throat> for a straight person, they're not going to be able to clock somebody that is, quote unquote, trade. Right. Mm-hmm. They're only going to be able to clock somebody that is right. that feminine character or whatever. Right. So it's like... That's all that they're going to depict in their TV shows and in their comedy hours and in their whatever, whatever. Because right. that is, they, I know that person's gay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they homeboy over here is sucking dick on the low. Right. And we don't even know. And y'all don't even know. Because y'all hooping with him every weekend. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Y'all playing PlayStation or y'all done went to Hooters or whatever to watch the game. But after, after y'all hang out, <clears throat> he's going to go hang with his bo- whole ass boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they, they don't know that because they can't see it. They can't mm-hmm. call it. How do you think that ties in, like, back to the topic that you said, like, how do you think that ties into, like, HIV and prevention and, like, ending the epidemic? Because, you know, we live in this era. Oh, like, my gosh. Yes. It's the ending the epidemic yeah. by 2030. Oh, We're going to end the HIV epidemic by 2030. What is it? That's what they say? That's what they say? That's what they talk about. This is what we're told every day in our jobs. What's the epidemic? When more, like, when over, like, it's countries and countries yeah, and people are yeah. impacted by a certain thing, mm-hmm. it's like they, HIV, like, I HIV is not America, like, it's every continent, yeah. everything, yeah. like, it's an epidemic. I want to say it's actually a pandemic. Yeah. If I remember spread. correctly, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think this is a prime example of, remember when y'all started, y'all said, well, let's talk about HIV, well, how much time do y'all have? Because right. there are so many layers to this we have to talk about sex education we have to talk about sexuality we have to talk about gender expression right so it's the fact that we can a a man can't be masculine and feminine and be who they are makes it hard for them to even say oh my gosh well how do i protect myself sexually 
because I'm so worried about how I'm how I'm presenting. Perceived. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like it's we literally have to first off have this conversation. Oh, I never thought about that. Like, if I can't even talk about who, who I, I am, am, you do it in the dark. How can I talk about sex? what I want to do? Right. How can I talk about what? Baby, I you can't. Do? You can't even get. You can't even get past what you see. Mm-hmm. Right. To even think mm-hmm. about the person that's inside of me that you're trying to have sex with. Because mm-hmm. I hate a bitch. Yo. She'd be like, so are you the man or the woman in a relationship? Girl, bitch, I'm the nigga. my grandma asked me that. But I my say grandma fuck you to that. <laughs> I no, I saw it. Um, it was, a, it was like a meme or something. What does that mean? And it was like, <laughs> are you the man or the woman? And it's like, well, bitch, then I must have this whole homosexuality thing wrong. Because, I mean, I thought we were I thought it was. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought it was too bad. <laughs> That's for me and my house. Did I get it wrong? Teach me something because I thought. <laughs> did I get the homosexuality wrong? Because, girl, I thought it was both men. Baby? But I think in their minds, that's how they can, they can conceptualize it. Rationalize it, yeah. And, and you, you got to meet the people where yeah. they are. Sometimes. Nothing um, what we're talking I want to be clear before you, before, nothing what we're talking about is irrelevant. We both women, Erica. We both women. This is not irrelevant for, like, ending the epidemic. Yes. Because mm-hmm. one thing that we often talk about, it's not about the science. We know prep works. We know yeah. that U equals yeah. U is... The science is taken care of. Undetectable. We know the science is there, but like yeah. it's these issues. Yep. Like If people can't access medication because they don't know who they are and we can't reach them and they're the unreachable population, mm-hmm. it's because we the world has not created a space where we can be who we are. Gotcha. Like I can't create a program for people who don't even understand who they are. Like who who what program you are creating for a girl Come on. that don't even know I'm I was born male. I feel feminine sometimes. Come days. on, come on. I want a man to fuck me, wow. but I also want to fuck a girl. But like who if you can't create those type of programs, how going? what does prep yeah. mean? What does right. U equals you? What does HIV test? None of those things are relevant. If those people, and it's not that's not just one person. Right. We make them meet like they're a myor- minority, but multiple and hundreds and thousands of people think that way. Right. But we can't speak to them, and that's why they're not on PrEP, and that's why they're not taking the HIV medications, and that's why they're not getting the HIV test. That's why this next like, generation is so confused about even how to even talk about HIV, because they're, they're trying to, you know, they're thinking, y'all, we all queer. Like if I if I want to be on the spectrum, let me be on the spectrum. Right. Let alone like okay, now you want me to take a pill every day. Right. right. Or now you want me to work whatever it is. Like we, yeah, we have to do uh, we have to do better at broadening what talking about all of this looks like. Right. And and then as Richard said, creating that space for okay, we, let's let's make this table. Everybody is welcome. I don't care what you look like. I don't care right. what, what, how right. you express. If you want to wear a high ponytail today, and baby, with, with, a, with, a, with a pencil skirt and a pump, and you got a dick between your legs, come on. Come on, sis. Come on. Right. Even And if you have a vagina between your legs, and you wear a do-rag, <laughs> and you sag, I don't, don't care. care. Right. I don't. We need everybody that we need everybody there to join the conversation. And and, and, and it's moving that way. I will say we the progress is being made because it's getting to a point that we're we're realizing, oh my gosh, we need multiple minds. We need mm-hmm. multiple perspectives. Yeah. We need everybody's story to be brought to the table so that we can figure, okay, let's learn from you, let's learn from you, let's and, and let's bring all of this let's together. See what the commonalities are. Mm-hmm. So Richard. Yes. If you were sitting in a room full of uneducated heterosexual people, what oh, is one yeah. thing that you would say 
as far as it pertains to HIV, what is one thing that you feel like you need to say? I had this on my say? notes, like talking about like yeah. myths and assumptions. Yeah. I think one and, of the first thing I would ask them is like when like because a lot of heterosexual I won't say most or all, like like a lot of heterosexual believe sexual people believe that HIV is like a homosexual deviant like virus that like and like, like disease, only permeate yeah. people who are opposite of that. No, like my first question and exercise, what I do is like, when did you find out you were heterosexual? Mm. Wow. Because what, what HIV is a social justice issue. So if you think that men should have this and you think women should have that, if you think that black people should have that, if you have any type of social justice bone in your body, you will realize <laughs> that HIV is at the core. It's at the core of all of those things because HIV doesn't exist on just gay people. Like this is. This is the fact that as human beings, we have not been able to find a humanity in each other. So HIV is the result of that. Like, it's literally because we can't find and embrace the humanity in each other. So it's like, girl, if you think that women's rights are at the forefront, if you think that men, if you're a black man and you think that black men should be at the forefront, if you're a man and you think that women feminism is too much, like these are social justice issues. Right. And if you can't talk about HIV, then you're not talking about social justice. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Okay. Stop. Stay there. Okay. That's okay. Can I add something today? I was going to ask you, what would you say? <clears throat> I, I'm gonna speak for my heterosexual sisters. Okay. Because my heterosexual sisters that are living with HIV are struggling dating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's pitiful. Mm-hmm. It's honestly pitiful. Heterosexual men, HIV is nothing to be afraid of. Get over yourselves, get over your fear, get educated. Because our sisters need love. And they're looking for the same things you're looking for, you're just too scared to go after it. Our sisters are taking care of themselves. Period. This is true. Me so, y'all still got shitty, y'all grown man. Come on, listen, listen. But who do you, and you're not, you're not even wiping this? your ass in the shower. Ugh. Do better. I'm just playing. No, that's not a, that's, that's, a, that's a real thing. <laughs> no, that's a real. That's thing. a real thing. Niggas not wiping their ass because they feel like it's gay. But that's a real touch, thing. Because you don't want to touch hey, your booty, huh? Well, but y'all, but social really, justice but really. that's a social justice issue. <laughs> <laughs> Men can't wipe their ass because they're going to be seen as less masculine. Well, that's a problem. Can't touch your that's a, that's a problem. Can't touch That's can't a problem. Can't touch their booty. Yeah, no. no. So our you don't sis, shit because something s- comes through your asshole? I, I just, I just, right. I just, right. It's just a lie. I don't. Yeah. I don't. It's a lie. I don't. I don't. Okay. There was going to be a two-part or should we just go ahead and wrap this up? No. Let me keep going. No. I just. because. Well, no. I'm actually going to be a two-part or are we going to like. you going to make it long. How long is it? Oh, yeah, long, long, long. I have lost a peripheral in my vision right now, and I'm freaking <laughs> lucky. <laughs> I've been sitting here like over my face because I'm trying to get together, and I'm like losing my shit. I have a slight headache, and my peripheral is gone. Girl, what is going on? I don't know. Do you need to eat? Like, do you need to eat? Do you need to eat? I feel fine to have a slight headache, and my peripheral is gone. Right now, I can't see you, darling. No, do you need an ibuprofen? And I have a major peripheral. You want you to be okay. Do you need an ibuprofen? Oh, you, I have a question. Is the pill too big? <laughs> I have a question. This bitch, I cannot. No. A question that I have for you before we, like, if we're going to... No, we're not. Go ahead. But okay. you just ask me, though. The question I have is because, yes. obviously, like, I work in a field where, like, I'm constantly, you too, mm-hmm. where we're, ex- we're constantly told, like, we have to find rhetoric. We have to find a way to reach them. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have to reach them. We have to figure out how to get this message. But, like, yes. we are literally living in a, in a time where it's, like, this current administration, mm-hmm. 45, Trash. hashtag... Has literally, the, ha, let's be clear, this administration has set out this plan to end the epidemic by 
2030. Yes. It's called a. Uh, a crisis yep. in America. Yep. Yep. We have to end uh-huh. this HIV epidemic in America. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, sounds very similar to the war on drugs. Right. Okay. So 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 ironic. It's so <laughs> very is, ironic. being led by a white drugs, man who okay. don't give a fuck about anything about racism right. and all that type of shit. But um, what would what would you need to hear, or what would not need to hear? Like what what is something that you would feel engaged and embraced and empowered by if someone said. If they led with the point of ending the epidemic, what would have to be the words that follow to make you feel like, okay, I understand this HIV mm, thing. It's yeah. not just about like HIV, like it's about my livelihood, it's about who I am as a person, it's about like the way I show up every day from the time I wake up until the time I go to sleep. Like what would you need to hear for people think... to feel like you can join on that bad bandwagon and like move us forward? Is that a good question? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. don't think that it's you. I think that it's me. And I say that in a place of... <sighs> you can't be comfortable in a situation until you're comfortable with yourself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So, like... I can't walk around here with the confidence of Lizzo if a bitch don't like being naked. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, like, but you, that was actually a word. Like, that, that was, was a word. word. Like, like, that was a word. So, I mean, there's a lot of things with myself yeah. that I have to, you know, get over and deal with and whatever. That, that and told then, me that the mental health of the black gay community needs to be addressed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a priority. Absolutely. Priority. So, that's, 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 for me, that's really it. It's not because I think that once I am in a place where I am comfortable with myself and mm-hmm. with my sexuality 100% and all those things, um, then I don't mind being in a space where everybody's just in that space. But I'm still in the space where it's like, that's a bit much for me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just where I am. Um, my peripheral is gone no. and it's bothering so, okay. me. So I was going to say, okay, so I feel like it, every, it, it has to be relatable. Okay. Like you have to relate. How does this relate to everybody as a whole? Because if I'm thinking that something only affects a certain community, I'm not really going to think about it because it they don't affect me. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? That don't affect me. So it's like, when you can get everybody to think about something in a way that it affects them personally, then I feel like you can probably really end something. And how do you because, bring the late bloomers? Because I was, watching, um, I was watching a video, and they were talking about racism in America. And they were talking about... Um, like, the only way to end racism is to, like, end the the systematic part of it. So, to end all the systems that are keeping, you know, black people down and, like, oppressing people. And to end that system, but to end that system means that white people are going to have to lose something. Mm. And so, then it's like, well, <laughs> what incentive... What incentive do I have? Like, if I have everything, what, what, wh- why would I want to give that up? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what right. incentive do I have to make you feel better? 
Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like why why would I give up? Why would I give up my comfortability? Why would I give up my wealth? Why would I give up my power? So you'll stop crying. You know what I'm saying? Like to, to make you Absolutely. feel better. Like so that Absolutely. so then they were talking about like it's a morality thing. Yep. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like if if you have if you have those good Christian values, those good morals, like you say you have, then why wouldn't you want everybody to be equal? And on a level playing field. So you have to meet people at that morality point. So I feel like to, quote unquote, end this epidemic, you have to meet everybody on a level to where they can really understand it, to where they know that it affects not just a certain community, that it affects everybody as a whole. And then maybe people will be like, okay, I don't have sex with men. Or like, I'm not homosexual. So I, okay. I thought it only affects homosexuals, but obviously it affects heterosexuals too. Like you got to get them to see that, you know what I'm saying? Then you got to get people to see like, okay, it doesn't only affect the black queer community, but it also affects the white queer community. Mm-hmm. Then you got people to say, oh, it doesn't only affect black heterosexuals. Oh, it also affects white heterosexuals too. So then, okay, we got everybody together in this and we're like, okay, this affects us all. So mm-hmm. how are we all going to end this? But that... and like I said, we also have to find a way to bring the late bloomers into this as well. And by late bloomers, I mean like, for instance, it took me forever to come over to leave MySpace and come to Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like, people were like, oh girl, I've been left MySpace, but I'm still over here editing my page. Doing my top edit, putting my music on. And, y'all mm-hmm. and then, once Facebook came, then Twitter came, I was on Twitter, I mean on Facebook forever before mm-hmm. I went to Twitter. So it was like, the people who are still back here like you got to find a way to get them to come yeah. with you. Can I? Can I? Just, can I challenge just, just, even, 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 even for uh, even for and uh, before you say that, even like from a sense of like the LGBTQIA plus plus, uh, like wait, yeah. like what yeah. is each thing first, and like yeah. how do they all, and why are we just put? Why is this even a community? Because nobody I, get along. The, and I'm with you. There's two parts to that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a part for the people that are there. That once, okay, once we recognize this is an issue, okay, let's create the space. Let's work within ourselves first. Okay. So are the LGBTQ, AI, Q, U, T, P, all of ours. All of those. All of them. All of them. Let's get this in order. Let's get this in order. Between ourselves first. So then people that may come later, they walk into a space that says, oh, baby, we're welcoming to all. Right. Now. Right. Now, right. for for the people that that made because listen, I'm I'm I have an old soul too. Okay, I, I'm with you. So I I think it's we have to challenge those people, just like iPhones are evolving, Xboxes, mm-hmm. PlayStation, all that is it. Okay, let let me introduce you to a little bit. Let me show you a little bit. You you may not think that you may think HIV can be transmitted through spit. Let me, let me show you some, some education from the CDC. I've had to send people some screenshots of some stuff. Okay. Been, mm-hmm. I just gave you head. You, you'll be all right. You will be You're going right. to be okay. But you, you, have to, you have to really, like, literally handhold some people right. into education. Yes. And I think that, that a lot of people, you have to find people that are willing to be able to be like, Patient. okay, I don't, I don't know. Right. And find somebody that is patient enough to say, let me walk you through that. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think that really the person changes. who don't know is willing to listen. They got to be. Yeah, but you or, also, or you wasting your time. The message has to be tailored to that person. Because one thing is for a fact is like, mm-hmm. we all grew up differently. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
And like the way we receive information, it's gonna be from a different way. Yeah, we probably all watched Disney Channel when we was growing up. We probably all watched ABC News. We probably all, but, but like the way in which we learn the things in which you yeah. hold true yeah. to your yes. soul. Come on, the Come things on. you hold to, and you and me is a different way. So, mm-hmm. so for some people, it's religion. It's the church. That's what that's what it is. For some people, it's like okay, I was going through the church. Like I don't know if you feel, but like I was going through the church, and then I realized that the church is not giving me what I need. So I learned it from an outside source that was probably right. the media or the streets or the streets, right. Right. which they socialized through whatever they were socialized. Like we had to realize that messages had to be tailored to people yes. to get them to understand. Like, and we that's, can't end an epidemic if we don't well, tailor the message to the I, people um, that need to understand it in a way that they need to understand it. Like it's never, it's just right. never gonna, it's just never gonna happen. Like the CDC right. is like a specific message. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, for a specific like, it's a person. Specific person. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, wow. even HRSA and all of them, like wow. we understand it. I can get all the information. I know all the information about HRSA, CDC. You know it because yeah. we have to learn it. We this work we, there every day. We, I work there every day. I understand it, but it's like those messages are not going to reach the girls or the people that I am close to because that's not the language that they speak. Mm-hmm. That's not the language they were brought up on. That's right. not the language that they like so what I was can digest. Say, when I was um, in college and in education courses, you know, everybody learns differently. Some people learn from hands-on stuff. Mm-hmm. Some people learn by just reading stuff. Mm-hmm. Some people learn by just hearing stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you have to like, you have to, like you said, tailor the information to different Most types people. of people mm-hmm. so that one, everybody can get the same information, but two, it reaches those different groups. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, like you said, like you can't have, an organization can't have just one way of delivering a message or delivering information to people. Do you think that, um, totally true. Do you think that it's going a bit overboard with the other letters that are being added on to the LGBT Ooh. thing. Ooh. I may not understand. I think I don't understand them all. But the same way, like, when people, like, for me, like, I don't understand all the letters. I'm going to be quite frank. Yeah. I don't get all the letters. I don't right. know where they came from. Yeah, because And Q stuff like that. Is, However, Tom, like, all I know is that when I wake up every day, yes. I want people to call me Richard or Rich Daddy. <laughs> I know I want to be considered a man. I'm also I want to be considered a girl. I want those are things that I know that I want. Right. And whether you understand them or not, that's what I said. Right. I said what I said. Right. True. And I know that that's the golden rule: treat people how you want to be treated. Correct. Right. I may not understand it. I may not like. I may not right. get all of it. But I know that when you wake up in the morning, you want to be called Alfonso. And when I wake up in the morning, I want to be called Richard. Like right. in. If that's what you said, girl, I'm gonna say that because if you did anything outside of that, girl, then I'm gonna have a problem if you call me something outside of what I said. Right, right. That's it. Like for me, I don't gotta understand it. I don't get it. I don't even understand. Like, but for our trans community, that's one of the greatest things that I teach people. It's like, okay, girl, you don't get why people are born male and then they they know in their heart of hearts that they are female right. or that they know that they are women or vice versa. Like, they, they are born female and they know that they are men. You may not understand that, but that's not the point. Right. The right. point is that you taught me from the time I was born that I was supposed to treat people the way I want to be treated. And what I know is that when I wake up right. every day, this is wow. who I want to be. Wow. This is who I want to be called. This is who I want you to address me as. This is who I want you to look at me as. And that's right. it. 
So right. I think that we owe. It's not even owe. It's just like literally, if you it's expect respect. it to come back, respect. it's respect. respect. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to be called something that you know that you said out to the world and you have proclaimed that, bitch, I'm richer. Right. I am richer, and if you don't call, me, if you call me anything outside of that, that's disrespect. Right. I <laughs> think that if people tell us that, exactly, then that's exactly what exactly. we need to follow. That's who, just literally that's it. Who are we to tell somebody else who they are? Right. I think that's where I lose my mind at right. it. Like, if somebody tells you that's who they are, believe... That's Oprah. Okay. <laughs> that's believe Oprah them. Bible. Right. <laughs> believe them. So, so, my th- so, my thing is to answer your question with the whole... Add as many letters Just, as you want to. But whatever I, they want to be called. I, I truly think they all fall under queer... Like, I, yeah, think I think anything, queer, out, umbrella, anything outside umbrella, of straight umbrella. is just queer. Right. So we should just fall, be, just to it make it easier for the flag. I think straight people, <laughs> straight, people, straight people are not even straight. Come Let's on. Let's be clear about Let's that. Let's be clear Woo. about that. that. I think that should be part four Woo. and five. <clears throat> Listen, because we could go on and on and on. Okay. And on and on. But this is, this, I love y'all for just okay, opening so, up. For this listeners, is what is probably like one to two things that you want to leave them with as far as like um, things that they should know or do for um, if they if they know of people living with HIV or if they are themselves living with HIV. Like what is what is something that you want to like impart like knowledge? To yeah, yeah. Something quick. Um, something quick. Okay, so if you are living with HIV, I'll start with you. First off, go after everything that you have ever wanted in your life. Whatever dreams you have, whatever aspiration it is, whatever goals you have, do it. You still can. There is nothing stopping you. HIV is the least of your worries. Baby, overcome that and you will overcome everything else in your life too. If you know somebody that is impacted by HIV, that is that has contracted HIV, baby, love them. Give them a hug. Give them a kiss. You'll be okay. <laughs> Afterwards, I promise you that. You'll be just fine. So the thing is, they are a human being just as you are. So don't look at them any different. And to everybody that is impacted by HIV, living with or not. Y'all, we have to have a broader conversations about how this is impacting us as people. We are all humans. We all need love. We are all looking for a safe place to be who we are. The faster that we can allow people to to express themselves how they want to express, to be who they are, to have sex how they want to have sex, is the faster way that we can show people how to protect themselves. Faster that we can show people how to be who they are in safe places and be who they are and love who they are so that they can be empowered to make the best decisions that they can for their lives. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I will leave yes, all I of will, y'all with that. I mean, I will affirm everything that Alfonso just said. Like, the fact of the matter is that, the, like, human, like, the first part of HIV is human. Yes. I think that we have, what we forgot all these 35 plus years is that humans are being impacted by this mm-hmm. regardless so if you wake up every day and you breathe and you feel and you feel the sun on your skin, you feel the when you eat that that food you eat in the morning, that coffee you drink, that is your humanity. And people who are living with HIV are feeling the very same thing and do not deprive of of, of that experience. One, two, I would say love is the greatest, 
the greatest combat of everything. Like, if we can lead with love, then we can understand. Mm-hmm. Then we can get knowledge. Then we can get understanding. We can gain those things. You won't gain knowledge about HIV if you don't have love. Like, if you Come can't on. love people, you will not understand that the knowledge is there. You will not understand, like, not even just knowledge on what HIV is, but you won't even take the fact that someone who is living with HIV tells you that they are living with HIV if you don't have love. Like, that's something that I want all of us to embrace. Like, you want love, but we have to do it. it. Yes. Yes. You want someone to love you for exactly exactly who you are. You may not even be articulated, but you know, when you wake up every day, I want um, some man, some woman, Anything in between on all, all right. those spectrums, you want someone to love you. Yes. So you need to be able to say, you know what? If this person walk with me today and tell me this, then I can do that. It's tricky. Like I can be and I can love them. Love is the next thing. And then three is it's knowledge. Like not I said it already. Knowledge. Not even knowledge about HIV, but knowledge about history, but knowledge about racism, knowledge about homophobia, knowledge about the LGBT movement, knowledge about Science, like our all, ancestors, our ancestors have have yes. embarked on that knowledge is power. Yes. Like our ancestors have died because we had to read things, and we're not reading. <laughs> true, sir. Our true. ancestors have said read, Andrew. and we're literally Andrew. not reading. If you read things about HIV movement, you would know that black people, black trans people, mm-hmm. have led the movement to HIV. Since the beginning. Since the beginning, but yet we think that it's just like, oh, girl, them they're nasty, and they just if you don't knowledge. You know power. power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. And there's that on that. So with that being said. All right. So, um, yeah, no, no. If you guys want to uh, follow PhD Podcast, you can find us on Instagram at the PhD Podcast. I'm sure you haven't checked these emails. I mean, by now the emails are like it's Ruined. it's just dry. I'm, but you have to check them first. I know, but I'm, I'm sending like, an email tonight. Me too. Oh, girl. Okay. Because I want to know when this post. Okay. If y'all if y'all want to email us with uh, questions, comments, concerns, show ideas, it is thepeachtpodcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Simple. You can follow me at underscore dommy boy underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, you can check out my merch at heritage1519.com. Is she sickening? Yes, she is. <laughs> sickening. In case you didn't know. <laughs> and how can they Taylor follow Tailor-made, custom-made. Um, you can follow me at the real Trevaris on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. I think that's all I got. Yeah, um, the real Trevaris. You can also follow her. She, that girl, um, Princess <laughs> Carter. At Princess Carter, Princess with a Y, not an I P R Y N C E S S. Carter, if you can't spell Carter, girl, that's you. Um, <laughs> um, what is this name of this movie? Like a Boss. Billy Porter, Tiffany Haddish, Selma Hyatt comes out in January. Yes. You may or may not see me. I'm not sure. The check was cute though. Uh, <laughs> we will see her. We I don't think. I don't we think we will. Uh-uh, no, no, it. I'm just oh. in the position of where I was in the movie. You oh. probably won't see me. Um, just because it was a lot going but on. But you was in the room, sis. But I was in the that, room. That, oh, that part. I was in the at room. At the table. table. And at the table. Yes, uh, that's that. The check was cute and it cleared on time. <laughs> so, yeah. And how can we follow you guys? Yes. Oh, so I am on Facebook, Alfonso Mills, A-L-P-H-O-N-S-O, last name Mills, M-I-L-L-S. I am on Instagram, Alfluenza. I am influenza, but the good kind of sickness. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> we promote healing. Wow. Alfluenza. A L F L U E N Z A. I'm not on Twitter, but um, I'll That's get fine. there eventually, just for you guys. You know, you don't have to be there. Yeah, I mean, you it's don't. trash. Uh-huh, no. But I, uh, I heard it. I got Twitter. Everything. Too, I really well, I mean, Twitter is fun. It's you know, fun. I have two Twitters. If so. you don't want to pay, if you don't want to pay for porn, you can go to Twitter. You can go to Crying. Twitter. Crying. Yes, Richard Ray. <laughs> okay, so on Facebook, if you want to follow me personally, it's Richard. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, spell Richard like you said, girl. That's all you. <laughs> That's all you. <laughs> Richard A. Hutchinson Jr. on Facebook. Also follow at He Is Valuable. Um, on Facebook, if you want to follow up. Like do things like this and like uh-huh. figure out more things that he is valuable is doing. Amazing shit coming in twenty twenty. Uh, also on Instagram is underscore rich zaddy with a z r i c h z a d d y underscore on Instagram with another underscore Girl. and follow me. And I think I have Twitter, but I think it's I if you don't own it, I do. Right. I do. Have Twitter, I do, but it's called like rich zaddy. But I don't know if it's like an underscore or whatever. Just look up rich zaddy Atlanta. Something like that. Just follow us and yes. like. Also, you can follow. Uh, we have a website now. Oh my god! Like, yes, keysvaluable dot org and check yes. us out and figure out what we're doing. So like, yes. check it most definitely. Well, that was that. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. It's very. This is a very educational. Listen, you know what? Was, this episode had purpose and meaning. Because I just feel like we 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 have had a few episodes where it's just been shits and giggles. There are shits and giggles. And a bunch well, of ass. Okay. And a bunch of ass. We can come back And a bunch of ass. So yes. I mean, no, I, I feel like we needed we needed a little education for the people. Yes. And we get yeah. it. Um, but yes, y'all can get it. I also I'm meant to tell you, you are the reason. Since we're we have to think affirmations. No, not affirmation here. I have to Hold on, because I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Girl, make this quick. We'll make this quick. Um. So, whenever my video comes out from Pride that we're still waiting on, um, nice. two people later. Um, really? We'll get in the out. We'll talk about that. No, no shade. No shade at all. It's all positivity. Um, yes. Um, the girl started crying and it was your fault. But um, we thank you so much. All right. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. We appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe, oh, like, you, comment, you, all those great you. things. Re- um, repost and all those things. All right. See you later. Bye. I'm going Bye. to go lunch on Richard. Bye. 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 Bye.